1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. We're back to the field. The Fort Wayne High School football game of the week. Welcome back to Norwell High School. Just about set for a kickoff of our final night of the regular season here in Indiana. And uh, Norwell's going to be kicking it to the Columbia City Eagles. And I believe that Norwell... They deferred. Deferred on the coin toss. So they will send out the defense first. Not a surprise, really, with two teams that kind of hang their hat on their defense. Mention Shannon, one allowing three and a half points per game. It will be sitting left footed kicker. Left, which means what? If you're looking for insurance, here's a name to know. Mark Odick. Hold on, hold on. It's pronounced Edding. But it's spelled O-E-T-T-I-N-G. Yes, and O-E-T-T-I-N-G. It's pronounced Edding. Take two. Mark Edding of Edding Insurance Agency has not only served the community as an independent insurance agent, but he's also been coaching youth sports since his playing days over 40 years ago. For auto, home, business, trust the insurance coach, Mark Odick. That's Edding. Sorry, online at O-E-T-T-I-N-G-I-N-S.com. Edding Insurance is a proud independent agent for the Ohio Mutual Insurance Group. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the best glass company of them all? I'm the magic mirror, and the answer to your question is a simple one, you see. When it comes to specialty glass, call City Glass Specialty. The area's choice for custom glass, including shower doors, mirrors, and custom framing since 1944. So, magic mirror, how do I reach them? Visit cityglassspecialty.com. Or call 260-744-3301 today. The Magic Mirror is right. City Glass is the best glass company of them all. If you're looking for a new shower or tub enclosure, City Glass has framed or frameless to offer the ideal solution for your remodeling project. You can choose from a wide variety of glass designs with matching hardware, and they can custom create a mirror to complete the unique look of your interior design. Located on Calhoun Street, three blocks south of the Oyster Bar, City Glass Specialty specializes in matching products to your bathroom remodel vision. When it comes to making plans, you are the best. What about those round trips that you plan in advance, which are perfect on your way there and perfect on your way back? Or those meetings with friends for which you make a group chat three months before so that nobody or anything is missing? Or your daughter's first birthday party? You planned it with such dedication that instead of the first, it felt like our quince's. The same way you plan each detail for those moments. Start planning to protect you and your loved ones from a natural disaster. Sign up for local weather and emergency alerts. Prepare an emergency kit and make a family communications plan. Protecting your family is the best plan you can make. Get started at ready.gov slash plan. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. We're back to the field. The Fort Wayne High School football game of the week. Interesting way to start this one, and we apologize. It may be rough out here in the middle of nowhere at Norwell High School with uh, the audio signal, but we'll do the best we can. But on the first series of downs, Columbia City goes for it. 
fourth and about four to go, and they come up short. They are stopped by Norwell, so the Knights take over at the 170-yard line. Hand off. Middle. Kraft bounces off a pile, loses his footing as he turns on the edge, getting just inside the 25, close to the 23. Now that's time. about a three to four yard gain for Graft. It's going to bring up, bring up a second down and seven. Yeah, you're going to, the moisture on the field, you're getting a little bit of dew like we did last week, so they got to be sure of their cuts. Ball is just inside the left hash. Under center is Bailey. He will give it again to Graft. They'll follow that big offensive line. Just putting the pads down inside the 20. They'll take it to the 19-yard line. It's going to be about a yard or two short of the first down. So it's going to bring up a third down and two. And once again, this physical Norwell team kind of imposes their will of Miller, Logan, Kyle Zettis. Center on the third and two from the 19. It give to Graft. Graft will push the pile, spin it down close to the first down. He looks like he's inside the 17-yard line. They'll take a look at it and say first down. It's close to the 16-yard line, a three-yard gain, and a first down for the Knights in the red zone. Yeah, big push there up front. And, then of course, you got Trey Bodenheimer back there leading the way as well. They're just doing what they normally do, nothing fancy. Two receivers shoot out to the right, and it's a pitch to the right. Here's Graft taking it off his right tackle. He's hit at the line of scrimmage and falls forward for a yard gain. Not a lot there. Columbia City defended it pretty well with their suit. And Graf with just maybe yards just inside the 15-yard line. It's going to bring up second down and eight. I'm impressed with Columbia City on video watching them and their defense. They're pretty stout in their front four. They do a good job of shielding blocks and getting off and keeping the linebackers free. We're going to have a timeout called. Norwell's going to take a timeout on the second down and eight from just inside the city 15-yard line. We've got 8.59 on the clock. We're in the opening quarter. And to catch you up with what's happened so far, Columbia City got the opening kickoff after Norwell deferred. Columbia City started first to 10 at their own 20. Got out to the 26 and went for it on fourth and four. But Norwell's defense held him well short of the first down near the 27. And that is where Norwell took over at Columbia City's 20-yard line. Now a first down later. And it is second down and eight just inside the Eagle 15-yard line. Now, this will be important for Columbia City here to hold them just to three. I think that will be a huge victory for them. Lining up with Bailey under center. Luke Graft, the senior running back, the only back. And they will go play action. Bailey looks to the throw. Now he's going to scramble to his left. For the end. Oh! Indiana Physical Therapy is your trusted choice in northern Indiana. For over 30 years, we've treated all walks of life, from peewees to professionals and Olympians, and everyone in between. Schedule at any of our 21 convenient locations, even without a doctor's order. Indiana Physical Therapy is cost-effective, accepting all insurance plans and networks. We're open from 7 to 7 and can get you in the same day you call. Go to IndianaPT.com. Indiana Physical Therapy, where people go to get better. 
When it comes to making plans, you are the best. What about those round trips that you plan in advance, which are perfect on your way there and perfect on your way back? Or those meetings with friends for which you make a group chat three months before so that nobody or anything is missing? Or your daughter's first birthday party? You planned it with such dedication that instead of the first, it felt like our quince's. The same way you plan each detail for those moments. Start planning to protect you and your loved ones from a natural disaster. Sign up for local weather and emergency alerts. Prepare an emergency kit and make a family communications plan. Protecting your family is the best plan you can make. Get started at ready.gov slash plan. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Not completing high school is more of a social thing than it was an academic thing. Even though all these years have passed, I still had that longing to have my diploma. At age 30, Carissa finished her high school diploma. If you're even considering getting your high school diploma, you can do it. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Right now, the forgotten poor are waiting for healing and care. For life-saving medical care. For a chance to live with dignity and hope. They are waiting for Mercy Ships and you. Mercy Ships is the largest floating civilian hospital in the world with volunteer medical staff and crew who donate their time to save lives. And now, as our newest state-of-the-art hospital ship sets sail, Mercy Ships will double our ability to reach children and adults who need us now. Without the work of Mercy Ships, these patients don't have another option. Mercy Ships is answering the call to serve suffering people who have nowhere else to turn. Together, we are going to some of the world's most desperate places and bringing a wave of hope and healing to those who need it most. Thank you! Thank you! <laughs> to learn more about this wave of hope, go to mercyships.org today. When it comes to making plans, you are the best. What about those round trips that you plan in advance, which are perfect on your way there and perfect on your way back? Or those meetings with friends for which you make a group chat three months before so that nobody or anything is missing? Or your daughter's first birthday party? You planned it with such dedication that instead of the first, it felt like our quince's. The same way you plan each detail for those moments. Start planning to protect you and your loved ones from a natural disaster. Sign up for local weather and emergency alerts. Prepare an emergency kit and make a family communications plan. Protecting your family is the best plan you can make. Get started at ready.gov slash plan. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Right now, the forgotten poor are waiting waiting for Mercy Ships and you. Mercy Ships is the largest floating civilian hospital in the world with volunteer medical staff and crew. And now with our newest state-of-the-art hospital ship, Mercy Ships will double our ability to reach children and adults who need us now. Together, we are bringing a wave of hope and healing to those who need it most. 
To learn more, go to mercyships.org today. Did you know that generic drugs are just as safe and effective as brand name drugs? Generics might look different, but they work the same way. And they can even save you money. Don't believe me? Ask your doctor or pharmacist. Or visit fda.gov slash generic drugs. On the battlefield, there's a saying America's military men and women live by. Never leave a fallen warrior behind. Ever. Off the battlefield, Wounded Warrior Project operates with the same goal. We leave no warrior behind. Wounded Warrior Project is a non-profit organization created to help our men and women returning home with the scars of war. Whether those scars are physical or mental, we're here to make sure that they heal. And whether it's helping those with post-traumatic stress disorder live a normal life again, or giving much-needed support to injured warriors and veterans' hospitals, because no one deserves our help more than the men and women who risk their lives to keep us safe. Wounded Warrior Project. We never leave a fallen warrior behind. Ever. Learn more about what we do at WoundedWarriorProject.org. Did you get a call or message that mentioned Social Security that made you feel threatened or scared? That is not the Social Security Administration. Social Security will not threaten you, press you for personal information, or demand instant payment. Social Security does not accept payments by gift card, prepaid debit card, internet currency, or by mailing cash. Criminals use these forms of payment because they are hard to trace. Don't fall for it. Hang up. Ignore them. Report this criminal activity to oig.ssa.gov. Reduced at U.S. taxpayer expense. At Movember, we're best known for the mustache. Well, here's the thing. Men's Health deserves support year-round, which is doing more. We're delivering more research, more treatments, doing more to help men live happier, healthier, longer lives. But we need your support, because the more we can do, the more fathers, brothers, partners, sons we can protect. Movember, more than a month. Learn more at Movember.com. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with an SPF of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. If you're a veteran looking to file for your service-connected benefits through the Department of Veterans Affairs, don't go it alone. AMVET's highly trained service officers stand ready to walk you through the process at VA regional offices around the country, helping you to navigate the complex VA system free of charge. With new presumptions for Agent Orange exposure and other conditions, AMVETs can offer you the advice you need to finally receive all your earned benefits. In 2009 alone, AMVETs helped process more than 65,000 claims and appeals, securing more than four. $410 million in benefits. To find your nearest AMVETS service officer or to learn more, visit AMVETS.org. Did you get a call or message that mentioned Social Security that made you feel threatened or scared? That is not the Social Security Administration. Social Security will not threaten you, press you for personal information, or demand instant payment. Social Security does not accept payments by gift card, prepaid debit card, internet currency, or by mailing cash. Criminals use these forms of payment because they are hard to trace. Don't fall for it. Hang up. 
ignore them. Report this criminal activity to oig.ssa.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with an SPF of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov slash sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Right now, the forgotten poor are waiting, waiting for Mercy Ships and you. Mercy Ships is the largest floating civilian hospital in the world with volunteer medical staff and crew. And now with our newest state-of-the-art hospital ship, Mercy Ships will double our ability to reach children and adults who need us now. Together, we are bringing a wave of hope and healing to those who need it most. To learn more, go to mercyships.org today. Did you know that generic drugs are just as safe and effective as brand name drugs? Generics might look different, but they work the same way. And they can even save you money. Don't believe me? Ask your doctor or pharmacist. Or visit fda.gov slash generic drugs. Did you get a call or message that mentioned Social Security that made you feel threatened or scared? That is not the Social Security Administration. Social Security will not threaten you, press you for personal information, or demand instant payment. Social Security does not accept payments by gift card, prepaid debit card, internet currency, or by mailing cash. Criminals use these forms of payment because they are hard to trace. Don't fall for it. Hang up. Ignore them. Report this criminal activity to oig.ssa.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. This is the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Only on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Rough signal right now in a packed stadium, but we will try to let you know that Columbia City has just kicked a 24-yard field goal to take a lead on Norwell with 328 remaining in the opening quarter. It is 3 to nothing. Columbia City, the Norwell Knights, and a big drive by Norwell. They came with a stop on fourth down to get the ball back. And they went, uh, what was that? They went, 90, their, they went from their six-yard line. 90 drive. 14 plays. So uh, they finished it off with a 24-yard field goal. Columbia, 320 in the opening quarter. 3.28 remaining in the quarter. And once again, we apologize. We are on the best signal we can find. We are working on it right now behind the scenes trying to get a better signal here at Norwell where uh, the cell phone companies have just forgotten about this little <laughs> plot of land between Uniondale and Ossian and, but and uh, Bluffton. It's amazing that... Uh, Nobody, I mean, doesn't matter what player you've got. It's just bad for everybody right now. Here's a kick. It's inside the 10, taking it up the middle of the field, across the 20, 25, and knockdown. Out near the 26-yard line. Might have been uh, Rusu that uh, had that return, nice return all the way out. To the 27, so the Norwell Knights start with pretty good field position on a good kick by Columbia City. 
3.23 to pour in the first quarter. A 3 to nothing Columbia City lead. And so now we'll see how does Norwell respond to being behind. This team has had so many one-sided victories here. Not a lot of challenges. Yeah, we talked about this last week. The adversity uh, setting in against them. They got punched in the nose there. And now we're going to see, like you said, see how they respond to this. And the drive, basically a couple of long pass plays that keyed that drive. Yeah. And eventually uh, the drive stalled. And, and to be honest, Shannon, Columbia City, a couple of pretty good looks at pass plays that could have gotten them touchdowns that just missed. And it set them up for the 24-yard field goal that was drilled through by Landon and Urban to give them the 3 to nothing lead. So the Knights start first and 10 at their own, well, they'll say it's at the 6. Ball centered between the hash marks. You've got a single receiver to the right, two receivers to the left, a wing to the left, and a right. It throws deep. It's Bailey. 30, 20, 10, 5. Touchdown. Bailey to Bailey. From Leighton to Cohen. 70 yards over the top. A beautifully dropped in football down the sideline. And Cohen Bailey takes it to the house. The Norwell Knights did have a response, Shannon, and it didn't take them long to give it. No, the brothers hook up on a big one there, and those are the type of places that you look to uh, have your offense respond after giving it a score. The extra point try, it's going to be Austin DeLeon, the left-footed kicker, who is 43 of 7 on the season. There's the set. And the kick is up. Kick is good. Just like that, Norwell claims their first lead. The lead very short-lived for the Columbia City Eagles. It's a 7th Norwell advantage over Columbia City on the high school football game of the week. On 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. The Brockman Heating and Air Conditioning Promise. On time, done right, or it's free. Brockman's your independent American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning dealer. That's over 60 years strong since 1957 serving homeowners in the Fort Wayne area. And Brockman's has the most experienced techs to help you decide if you should repair or replace your unit. 423-4331. Call your independent American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning dealer. Brockman's Heating and Air Conditioning. On time, done right, or it's free. 423-4331. Neil Armstrong waited six hours and 39 minutes to step onto the surface of the moon. Jackie Robinson waited 20 months to play his first game with the Brooklyn Dodgers. And even DiCaprio had to wait 22 years to win an Oscar. You can wait until your destination. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Now back to the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Only on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Norwell on top 7-3 over the Columbia City Eagles. 3-12 to go in our opening quarter. And DeLeon just kicked it through the end zone. So first and 10 for the 20 for the Columbia City Eagles. First and 10 for Columbia City from their own 20. 
Here is Columbia City. Handoff up the middle, and it's not a big gain. It comes out across the 20 to about the 22 or 23-yard line, maybe the 22, about a two-yard pickup on first down for the Eagles. Good job. They'll say it's only a yard gain, so a second down and nine. Yeah, they're running that 3-3 stack, and they're moving a lot of bodies. Here's the handoff, and a fumble, the ball's free, was he down? The official said he was down before the ball came free. Norwell jumped on it. Yeah, they, they messed around. And uh, they said the ball was down, the knee had already touched, so it's only a, another yard or so out to the 23-yard line. It's going to be third down, we'll call it a long seven. They need to get to the 30. They're just inside the 23. Roll out to the right. Piper throws near side. Little hitch route on the sideline incomplete. And it's going to bring up a fourth down and almost eight to go. And no going forward on this one. They'll send out the punting unit, and Columbia City will give the ball up to Norwell. We're going to have to use our... <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to figure out how to see. I didn't know it was going to be this dark. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah Looks, that one... Uh, that one was for Stratton Fuller, just a little bit outside there. And he's been a little bit off on some of his passes with the exception of the long one. A block. That's blocked. Norwell got in and blocked it. Bolin got in and blocked it. And now a scrum for the football inside the five-yard line. But the Norwell Knights will have it. And I was looking. I thought it was 54, but it might have been 24. Well, it happened. It pretty, is. Yeah, it happened pretty it's, quick. It's 24. That is Stuart McCabe, a senior, who shot in and blocked the kick. And Norwell's going to take over with a 7-3 lead at the Columbia City five-yard line. Huge, huge play there by special teams. And in these type of games, those type of teams in that play right there can be a catalyst. Leighton Bailey takes over with the Norwell offense, leading at 7-3, late first quarter. Bailey gets under center, pitch play to the right, Grafton space. He gets hit as he turns the corner, but the big guy still rumbles down to about the one. A four-yard gain on first and goal from the five. Now at his second and goal from the one-yard line for the Knights, who are that close to extending a 7-3 lead. Yeah, tough position here for the Columbia City defense to be in. Bodenheimer lines up as a wing to the left. Graft behind uh, Lake Bailey. Bailey with a quarterback sneak, and he'll take it one yard into the end zone. Touchdown, Orwell. Knights now up 13-3 with the extra point to come. Yeah, right behind the, the big fellows up front are the big uglies. Yeah, Billiard, the left guard, 275, Todd, the center, 230, and Brody Bolin at 270, the right guard. They got enough push to get Bailey into the end zone from a yard out on the quarterback sneak. Now DeLeon to tack on the extra point. The set is down. The left-footed kick is up. It's good. And with a minute 31 remaining in the opening quarter, it is now a 14-3 lead. 
the Norwell Knights over the Columbia City Eagles on the high school football game of the week on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. As a business owner, you have three goals in mind when purchasing insurance. Industry expertise, prompt service, and comprehensive coverage at a reasonable price. Central Insurance can help you meet these goals and more. From their expert claim staff and superior loss control services to a wide array of coverage offerings and competitive pricing, you can rest assured Central will go to work for you. In the Fort Wayne area, Poopy Insurance Services is your local Central Insurance agent. Contact them at 486-7488 or find them on the web at hoopy-insurance.com. This is the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week, only on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. We're well now up 14-3 over the Columbia City Eagles, and Columbia City, less than two minutes ago, had a 3-0 lead. And what a response, Shannon. We (laughs) asked the question... Would Norwell respond to being behind? Well, got punched in the mouth, and they came out with a big roundhouse. They did. Three plays later, they're up 15 to three. DeLeon slipped on the kick, so it's a short kick, taking it about out of the 14-yard line, up the middle of the field, across the 30. A little extracurriculars, and we've got a late flag after the play. It's going to be a personal foul on Bodenheimer. Personal foul on the Norwell Knights, and this is going to set up Columbia City with field position that they really need to take advantage of because they've got to stop this Norwell momentum right now, and they're going to have it right out by midfield. I'm not sure what Bodenheimer did. As you said, it was kind of well after the play. Josh Gerber wanted an explanation and got one. Yeah, I'm not sure he was too happy with that result there because like you said it gives uh, Columbia City now great position out at midfield all the way to their own 49 yard line for the Eagles first and 10 Norwell a 14 to 3 lead we got a minute 23 on the clock quarter number one sweep play coming to the near side Following the blocking, turning the edge, getting into Norwell territory inside the 45, all the way down to the 42. And another one. And another flag. I think that was a uh, scamper by Martin Smith, a senior wideout, who went in motion and they kind of ran a jet sweep, but it had some good blocking set up in front of him as he turned the edge on the near sideline. It's a... Uh, Nine-yard gain, and then an unsportsmanlike contact penalty this time against the Norwell Knights. Well, I think the or was it a sideline? I think warning? it was a, his version of a signal of a sideline warning. Okay, there. it looked like unsportsmanlike the way he. Well, it looked like he was trying to take off, you know, <laughs> flapping the wings. Well, that play that uh, Columbia City likes to run is they like to pull the tack on what you call a speed sweep almost. Here it comes again. And they will fake the sweep, hand it to the running back, and Norwell's got the whole sealed, and they'll push him back the other direction. On a second down and a yard to go, it's a loss. Well, forward progress will be right to the line of scrimmage, so now it's third down and a yard to go. Still at the Norwell 42-yard line and a generous spot giving yes. it the forward progress all the way to the line of scrimmage because it looked like Norwell stopped you before he got there. <laughs> I thought it was more likely back here around the 43 than at the 42. Third down, one to go. Man in motion from the wing to the backfield. 
Now he rolls in motion back over to the wing on the left side. Piper looks over to the sideline. Clock down to 10 seconds to go in the quarter. They may not get a playoff. Take a timeout. It's a timeout because the play clock and the uh, game clock, I think, pretty much in sync, and I'm not sure they would have been able to uh, to burn the clock all the way to zero. So Columbia City ends up burning a timeout here with 6.5 seconds remaining in the opening quarter. It's Norwell 14, Columbia City 3. Yeah, and you talked about the quick response by Norwell. Three plays is all it's taken to get a 14-3 lead. The big play that from brother to brother was uh, one play, and then the block punt set up a two-play. Yeah, 24-yard touchdown play on the first play from scrimmage after Columbia City had kicked the field goal to go up 3 to nothing. From Leighton Bailey to Cohen Bailey. And then it was Leighton Bailey doing it himself on a quarterback sneak from a yard out. Second play of a drive after the block punt. And so now Columbia City facing a third down and one at the Norwell 42 in what you have to consider four down territory. You know, this could be a play where they set it up with this full house backfield and then try to throw it over the top. They won't. They'll give it to the back, looking to move the chains, and he'll have a first down inside the Norwell 40 to the 39. Yeah, they brought in uh, Riley Tucker, the 5'11", 300-pound offensive lineman, to lead the way from the backfield. That's uh, 70, 70 <laughs> eligible on that play. Big, so, uh, big fella moving the mile. So the first down takes it to the 39. And that will be the end of the first quarter of play. It is 14-3, Norwell leading it over to Columbia City as we look to crown an NBA champion here at Norwell. It's our high school football game of the week on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. If you're looking for insurance, here's a name to know. Mark Odin. Hold on, hold on. It's pronounced Edding. But it's spelled O-E-T-T-I-N-G. Yes, and O-E-T-T-I-N-G. It's pronounced Edding. Take two. Mark Edding of Edding Insurance Agency has not only served the community as an independent insurance agent, but he's also been coaching youth sports since his playing days over 40 years ago. For auto, home, business, trust the insurance coach, Mark Odin. That's Edding. Sorry, online at O-E-T-T-I-N-G-I-N-S.com. Edding Insurance is a proud independent agent for the Ohio Mutual Insurance Group. Not completing high school is more of a social thing than it was an academic thing. Even though all these years have passed, I still had that longing to have my diploma. At age 30, Carissa finished her high school diploma. If you're even considering getting your high school diploma, you can do it. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Now back to the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Only on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. From the 39-yard line, Columbia City, first and 10, they run a counter play, and it's good blocking on the right side of the line to get the running back all the way down to inside the 32. So almost seven yards on first down carry. It's act out three. They'll give it to the running back again. Again, following the right side of that line, might have breached the 30-yard line. Gain of a couple, has to get to the 29 of the first, and it's going to be shift that. So it's going to be third and short, less than a yard to go. Just underway a second quarter. It's Norwell leading it 14-3 over the Columbia City Eagles. Columbia City right to left here in the second quarter. 
And, of course, checking the uniforms presented by Unifers, Columbia City, gold pants, white jerseys with gold numbers. Bad gold numbers. Handoff again. They're working the right side of the offensive line. And, again, a good gain. That's a first down all the way down to about the 27-yard line. Well, clearly, they want to follow the guys on the right side of that offensive line. Jack Maley's 250. Devin Kreider, 6 feet 200. But they got an extra guy in there. Here's a pass play after play action. And double coverage incomplete. And the outside corner post route. And they had sandwiched. And a flag comes in. Uh, they're going to get in for pass interference, I believe. They had him doubled. And I'm not sure if the safety kind of tugged him a little bit, slow him a step or two down, but that's where the flag came out, right at the incomplete pass. That's inside the 10-yard line. And now the officials are discussing the call. Columbia City likes to move two tackles onto the same side. They call it holding. Yeah. I'm surprised, Shannon, because that ball clearly was in the air. Yeah. Well... Going to get a first down here, and what Columbia City does a pretty good job of is they do a good job of blocking down and kicking out. And, you know, inside and outside zone is great, but you got to have some gap schemes to give yourself a chance, especially when you have smaller linemen. So the ball is at the 17 on the right hash for the Columbia City Eagles, who trail at 14 to 3. 10.41 left to be played in quarter number two. Colton Piper, the senior quarterback, 6'1", 200 pounds. He's got Justice Gorey as the back behind him in the backfield. Double tight end. Oh. And a give to Gorey. Gorey wrapped oh. up the line of scrimmage. They went to spin him down. He shot out of the grip and then took off all the way down the right sideline. He's inside the 10-yard line. We're very close to it. Yeah. They're going to give him the 9-yard line, and he's only a couple of yards short of a first down. Bodenheimer was there to make the tackle. It would have been at least a two-yard loss, but he just let him go, trying to throw him down. And Here it is again. The handoff up to the middle. There's no running room that time. In fact, they won't have a first down on the second and short, so it's going to bring up a third down and about two to go. Under ten minutes left, second quarter here at Norwell. It's a 14-3 game. Norwell leads it. Columbia City threatening in red zone. They're at the Knights' nine-yard line. This is where they try to get Fuller one-on-one, and they got it. And they will give it to the back, taking it wide to the right. They set up the blocking on the edge perfectly. He's got the sight line. He's got the first down, and he's just outside the five. In fact, he's just outside the goal line. Right. That's the goal line the officials stand here. So it's the two-yard line, first and goal for the Columbia City Eagles. And now the Eagles with a good drive in response to Norwell scoring those two quick touchdowns. Yeah, they're running that, like we said, that little sweep play where they can get blocked down, kick out, and around, and they do it good. Double tight end. And again to the running back. He'll go behind the right side of his line and get to the one. Started it at a two, got to the one, and it's second down and goal. Yeah, I'm not so sure I'd go double tights in here. I think I'd stay in my normal <laughs> normal lineup here because bringing those guys in against this front, oh, 
That's a heavy lifting there. They stick with the uh, two tight end set. Bring an extra oh. back into the backfield. Out for Norwell there. <laughs> Didn't like what they saw, so they made a call and time to get a timeout. Norwell will take a breather. Second down and goal. The ball sitting just outside the one-yard line with 8.56 remaining. Quarter number two at 4.43. Norwell leads it on the high school ball game of the week on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. The Brockman Heating and Air Conditioning Promise. On time, done right, or it's free. Brockman's your independent American standard heating and air conditioning dealer. That's over 60 years strong since 1957 serving homeowners in the Fort Wayne area. And Brockman's has the most experienced techs to help you decide if you should repair or replace your unit. 423-4331. Call your independent American standard heating and air conditioning dealer. Brockman's Heating and Air Conditioning. On time, done right, or it's free. 423-4331. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. We're back to the field. The Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Columbia City has its second down and goal from about the one-yard line with 8.56 remaining quarter number two. Norwell right now with a 14-3 lead, but this could be a one-score game if Columbia City can punch it in. Again, they go with the double tight end set from the right hash. Two backs in the backfield. They give to the second back. And Bodenheimer again got into the backfield, and this time he will not let go. Finally getting some help to get the runner to the ground, but it's a loss of two back to the three-yard line, where it is now third down and goal. Boy, this is quick because we know how Norwell takes (laughs) such pride in getting into that end zone against them. Yeah, and Bodenheimer is so quick off the ball. He is probably... One of the quickest kids I've seen off the ball over the last couple of years, and you don't just you don't run the football into the end zone against this Norwell Knights defense, and that's what they take a lot of pride in. They're going to try it again. Full house backfield, three backs, long count, trying to draw Norwell offside. They can't do it, and finally Columbia City has to burn a timeout. Well, they wanted to get that yardage back with a hard count, and Norwell showed discipline and didn't jump. Yeah. 8.09 remains. We're in the second quarter. Knights leading at 14-3. Eagles trying to punch it in and make it a one-score game. But this Knights defense leading the state with only a three-and-a-half points per game allowed on the season. Pretty uh, pretty tough to run it in against this, this front seven. Yeah, they're pretty strong. And... You know, Columbia City's shown that they can move the football against them. They've done a pretty good job of that. But when that field starts to shrinking up a little bit, it gets tougher and tougher as you get towards that that goal line. So I would like to see here some type of play action and and uh, put the quarterback on the run and see if he gets a two-way go. Out of the timeout, third down, goal to go from the three. Gotta think that this is gonna be a four down situation if they don't get here. Well, yeah, it's still one score if they would kick it for three. Three backs in the backfield, double tight end. They'll give it to the back. He looks to the right side of the line and they stuff it. At the five yard line. Absolutely blown up. Norwell brought the house and the house just knocked down 
the running back at the five. It's going to be fourth oh. and goal. And here comes the field goal unit. And a flag real late. Yeah, it is a late flag. I'm a little surprised there that Coach Fox went three times. Oh, uh, wow. Personal foul against Norwell is going to give Kansas City a first down. They had first and goal to the one. And that led to a fourth and goal at the five. Now let's see if Norwell's defense can continue to be a wall here defending their goal line. But that huge personal foul penalty after the play called against Norwell. Yeah, what I was saying there, I was surprised that Coach Fox went three times to the right side where they have really never got any any movement of whatsoever. So I'd be surprised here. Wait a minute. Uh, uh, well, they did give him a f- – that can't be right, right? What? They're, they're making him kick the field here, and they're still saying it's fourth down on a personal foul. Yeah, they didn't uh, give the automatic first down. I'm not – so it is a fourth down and the field goal try. Here's the boot, and it is good. It split the uprights. I thought it'd be an automatic first down, Shannon, but not. the personal foul didn't come with the automatic first, so they marched it half the distance, and Brett Fox decided he wanted three out of that drive. He was not going to be held off the scoreboard, and uh, so he'll take the three points. It's a 14-6, one-score game with 7.46 remaining in the first half. High school football on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Hey, high school sports fans, Jim Cruzy at Cruzy Automotive Service is a big sports fan just like you and supports the high school football broadcast you're listening to right now. For service and maintenance on your vehicle, any brand, any model, contact Cruzy Automotive Service on Lima Road behind the Shell gas station. And don't forget to ask about the 1990 oil change special. That's Cruzy, K-R-U-S-E, Automotive Service on Lima Road, north of Wallen, south of Till, right behind the Shell gas station. This is the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Only on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Columbia City Eagles sets kickoff with 7.46 remaining here in the first half. It's now a 14-6 game. Norwell with the lead. And here's Columbia City's kick. And that's a good boot. Deep near the sideline and it will bounce into the end zone. Just inside the pylon on the near sideline. So it'll be on the 20 that Norwell starts the drive. Leighton Bailey and this Norwell offense, so experienced. Almost every position is a returning from a year ago, yeah. including Bailey at quarterback, Luke Graft, the tailback. And you add Shelton and Neuenschwander as a junior and senior receiver. Shelton we saw shine last year yep. defensively. Mm-hmm. So Norwell lines it up first and 10 at their own 20-yard line, leading it 14-6. Under center, Bailey. And Bailey will roll to the right, and he Uh wants to throw it. Dumps it off to the intermediate route, and that is Cohen Bailey. It's behind him at the sideline, and he tried to spin around and catch it inside toward the field of play, and it's incomplete off his hands. It'll bring up a second down. And 10 for had, the Knights. He had, I think it was Winger down the sideline here. That's the correct number. Now it's doing Schweiger, 81. Wide open down the sideline. Missed him. 
Second down and 10, Knights from their own 20. Under center, Bailey. Pitch lay to the right. Here comes Graft. He'll stick a foot in the ground and cut it up at the numbers across the 20 to the 23, but a flag flies right about where he made that cut, and that's probably going to be a hold called against the Norwell Knights. Norwell's getting a lot of flags thrown on them tonight. Very uncharacteristic of their ball club. Right on the edge, and it's going to give uh, have Norwell march 10 yards back and the flag was actually laying inside the 20, so I think they'll march this back to about the 9, splitting half the distance to the goal. So it is now a second down and 21 to go back at their own 9-yard line. Here's a drop back Bailey. Here comes pressure. He throws near side. Got the pass completed, but a short gain across the 15 to about the 17 to Luke Graft. Graft it out of the backfield, but the Columbia City pursuit got to him in a hurry, and so now third and long. They'll give him the 18-yard line on that play, but it's going to be a third down and 12 to go from the right hash for the Norwell Knights. This is a huge third down to get him to punt it and possibly get some good field position. Under seven minutes remaining, half number one. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. Bailey drops, looks. He's going to go home run ball deep. Ball wobbles. One-on-one coverage, and it's knocked away. And no flag on the play. The Norwell Knights fans wanted interference. They had two deep receivers running post, almost merging into the same lane downfield, and Cohen Bailey was the one that went up for it. They had Neuenschwander running right with him, and Bailey got grab just as the ball got there but there is no flag and that ball must have slipped out of Bailey's hands because uh, that was a wobbly throw yeah. deep down the field but the incompletion is going to force Norwell to punt it on a three and out and we're going to get to see Brody kick it here yeah Brody bowling the kicker and here comes the punt low kick bouncing at midfield big bounce for Norwell taken on the hop at the 39 by the Eagles and a good 10-yard return out to the 49. So Columbia City with excellent field position. Down by eight with 6.32 to play. Quarter number two. That was a good decision there by Stratton Fuller. Got the ball, kept it from going further towards the opposing goal line and got himself some positive yardage. And again, Columbia City with the ball at midfield. Starting at their own 49-yard line, the ball will be put on the left hash. Colton Piper, senior quarterback, get up under center, single back in the backfield. Gorey with a wing on each side, and they will give it to the wing from the right. He is hit as he turns the edge and taken down after a one-yard gain. That's Luke Graft who came up and met him at the line of scrimmage, Ethan Seavers with only a one-yard pickup to midfield. Second down and nine for Columbia City. That looked like a little bit of a mix-up, but uh, interesting way to get their play numbers in because they wear wristbands. The coach is holding up a digital board. Here they'll go play action, roll out to the right. Piper dumps it to the short man. It's caught at the 45, avoids a tackle inside the 40, down to the 39 of Norwell. 
11-yard gain and a first down for Columbia City. Yeah, I think if they can keep mixing their plays in with, you know, their run game, but then get into the play-action game form, as we saw there, wide open on the play-action, I think they're going to give Norwell fits. Ball at the 39 of Norwell, Columbia City, first and 10, 540, and the clock ticks, second quarter. Give on the reverse to the wing from the left, running to the right, and not much there. Can't ever get going really north and south. Just got to the edge and got tackled at the 39, no gain. Yeah, you got Luke Graff again. We're hearing that name quite a bit tonight, but he is a phenomenal defensive player. Plays their Mike linebacker position and really reads plays well and shoots gaps like he just did there this a little bit of the adam central triple option type of design where you've got two wings and a fullback and three different guys you can hand it to they're running what they call a buck sweep that's the terminology here here is the sweep bringing it to the left and he's not going to find the edge the pursuit will take it down (laughs) for a loss and there is Graft once again taking down Seavers for a loss back at the 45. And mark it at the 44. It's a five-yard loss on the play, and it's going to bring up a third down and long for Columbia City. Yeah, it was also, uh, I think I saw Colbert in there, if I'm not mistaken. The free safety, he did a great job of reading that one. On the left hash, third down, 15 to go. They're at the 44. Dropping back, Piper to throw, far side. Got an out route and a diving attempt, and what a catch by Columbia City right at the stick, right at the first down marker on an out route. Had to lay out and make the catch and stay in bounds, and he somehow did it, and it's going to be a first down right at the first down marker at the 29. Yeah, that's the sophomore Stratton Fuller making a play, and Again, that young man is having him a heck of a season this year, and only being a sophomore, going to see him a couple more years. 4-0-1 to play before halftime. Columbia City moves the chains and converts on a third and 15. Now under center from the 29. They'll go play action. Screen play. Pass batted in the air, and then it drops incomplete. <laughs> Brody Bowling got his hands up there. Great job. Second down and 10. Ball still at the 29. Columbia City down by eight, 14 to six, 357 to play in the second quarter. Yeah, I'd say Columbia City right now is running their script that they want to run, keeping the Norwell offense predominantly on the sideline this first half, even though they've got a quick 14 points on them. Under center, Piper gives to the fullback. He's got a hole up the middle. And he dances his way inside the 25 and gets all the way to the 24. That's five yards. And it's going to bring up a third down and five for Columbia City in what you think would be four down territory. Down by eight. About three and a half to play before we reach recess. Again, Columbia City hanging with the state's third ranked 3A squad. And the trap that time. Got it up inside there to Gore. Get the, you know, nice five yards. Make this a little bit more manageable third down. Double wing. Draw back Piper. Looking left. Rose deep left over the top. It's incomplete. Too far out of the outstretched arms. 
of Stratton Fuller and incomplete at the goal line. It'll be fourth down, five to go at the 24, and right now the offense staying on the field. Columbia City down by eight. Needed a little bit more air underneath that for Fuller to run under it because he had the defender beat. The ball placement was where he needed it. He just needed a little bit more air underneath it. I didn't see the route, but I'm thinking that may have been a little bit of a fake out and go. Yeah, a little double move there. They're putting Shelton on him pre-exclusively. Yep, here comes a timeout. And a timeout's called, and I believe that might be the last timeout they've got here in the first half with 3.11 still to be played. It's a 14-6 Norwell lead. Timeout on this fourth and five for the Columbia City Eagles. It's high school football on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Does your business rely on costly equipment and technology to operate? Protect your business and your budget with equipment breakdown coverage from Central Insurance. It's bottom line protection should your critical business systems fail. For your security, protection, and peace of mind, trust Central Insurance in the Fort Wayne area. Hoopy Insurance Services is your local Central agent. Contact Hoopy at 486-7488 or find them on the web at hoopy-insurance.com. They're family serving your family now for over 40 years. Now back to the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Only on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. 3-11, be played before we reach halftime. And it's a 14-6 Norwell lead. But Columbia City threatening, facing a big fourth down and five from the Knights 24. Ball is on the right hash. You have a slit receiver out to the right. And they will roll to the right, look to throw, dump it underneath. Got a man, 15-10, and down inside the 10 to the 7-yard line. They cleared with that outside receiver and slipped one of the ends on an intermediate route. And a beautiful throw, pitch and catch, and a conversion on the fourth down sets up first and goal for Columbia City at the 7. Norwell's linebackers are just so active, and they're biting up in there. And you can get a guy in and in, in behind him, and that's what they did again for another fourth down conversion. Seven-yard line, right hash. Single receiver to the right, single back behind Piper, and he'll give it to the back. Looking for the edge on the right side. He's hit and then falls forward to about the five-yard line. That's a two-yard gain, and it's going to bring up a second down and five. Clock's going to continue to run as we tick down. To just over two minutes left here in the first half. That's one of the more impressive things about this drive, too, Shannon, is it's burning some clock. Oh, yeah. And and the other thing, too, that Columbia City's got to feel good about, time of possession, such a huge advantage for the Eagles here in the first half because this Norwell offense, it can wear you down. <laughs> it's big, it's physical, exactly. even tackling guys like Luke Graft will wear down your body, and they haven't had to be out there. Under center, and the clock got to zero before the snap. And a five-yard... You go from a second and goal at the five to where now it is second and goal back at the ten. Yeah, the down marker's wrong on the sideline. He's got third down listed, but... It's only second, but yeah, you're, you're right. Second and ten down to minute 50, and the clock is winding. Columbia City down by eight. Looking at a 
Trying to get a chance to tie this up. From the right hash, under center. Piper drops back, looks to throw to the left corner of the end zone. Intercepted by Kate Sheldon. Shelton jumps the route, makes the interception, and steps out at the five-yard line, and the Norwell Knights defense comes up with a huge play and will take over the football at their own five-yard line with a minute 31 remaining in the second quarter, and Norwell continues to lead 14-6. Big play there by Shelton stepping in front of it, like you said, and now looking at this, you look at it from the other perspective. Two field goals they've held them to, and now a turnover. Just kill, kills Columbia City. And remember, we mentioned pregame. Only two interceptions all year long for Piper, so he's not a guy that generally is easy to pick off. Just a handoff right straight up the middle, and that's going to be Graft with two arms on the football, just pushing the pile out to the 10. About a five-yard gain. And Norwell deferred the opening coin toss, so the Knights will get the second-half kick, and I think they're content to try to get a first down and burn through the clock. Yeah. Bailey runs it right up the middle, then bounces it out of traffic. He's still on his feet across the 20 and finally wrangled down at about the 22-yard line. 101 on the clock. They'll stop it to move the chains. Norwell's got some breathing room at the 22. Just not sure that Coach Gerber is going to want to take any chances here. I think I'd take a shot with either Shelton one-on-one on the outside. He's got the ability out there. Shotgun snap, and Bailey will drop looking to throw. Dumps off the screen. Graft avoids one at the 25, but then he's wrapped up out near the 29. Gain of about six yards. Second down, four, 30 seconds left. They'll line up quickly. Down to 26, waiting for everybody to get set. Bailey with the snap. Drops back in the pocket. Avoids one rush. Here comes the second man. He's still trying to scramble around in the backfield. Eventually taken down for a sack back at the 24. And that's going to be it. Ten seconds and nobody's stopping the clock on a third down and eight. And the teams will go to the locker room here at halftime with the Norwell Knights leading it over the Columbia City Eagles, 14-6. Time for the Hoopy Insurance Services halftime report. We'll get to it next when we return to Norwell High School on the high school football game of the week on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Dealing with joint pain, sprains, strains, or back pain? Make the Parkview Ortho Express Walk-In Clinic your first stop when you have an orthopedic or sports injury. Ortho Express gives you access to expert orthopedic physicians when you need it most. Get x-rays, treatments, and referrals to Parkview Care, all in the convenience of a walk-in clinic. You can even see ortho providers virtually through the Parkview MyChart Virtual Walk-In Clinic. Visit us at our new location in Huntington, next to the Kroger. Ortho Express is open Monday through Friday. Call 260-266-4007 for more. I can't think of any way to improve upon the service that I receive. Gibson's Heating and Plumbing is your independent American standard heating and air conditioning dealer that is ranked number one out of nearly 300 dealers nationwide in customer satisfaction. Here's what Gibson's customers are saying. The office is always courteous. Gibson's service tech is exceptional in his attitude and performance and is friendly and efficient as he follows up, explains what he's done that day and what needs to be done if there's going to be a follow-up. Kudos to Gibson's for their outstanding service. Your independent American standard heating and air conditioning dealer. Gibson'sHeating.com. 
It's true. Everyone is hiring. And like other companies, we have a sign-on bonus. $5,000. We offer the list of the usual benefits. 401k pay time off health insurance. And yet, we're looking for that leader in the office or on the job site who others come to because they are a multiplier. A multiplier trusts and empowers others. They turn the team's talent into performance. Federated Media and our six radio stations are looking for a general sales manager. We'd like someone with broadcast experience, but that's not a deal breaker. If you're working in retail management, outside sales, business development, any type of advertising sales, you should consider this. You'll be working with Fort Wayne's favorite radio stations, including WMEE, K105, 989 The Bear, and WoWo. It's urgent that we fill this position. Apply today at federatedmedia.com. Read our blogs, watch our culture video, and you'll see how we move people. We look forward to hearing from you. Federated Media is an equal opportunity employer. This is an exclusive presentation of high school sports. It's the Hoopy Insurance Halftime Report on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. We've got a good one here at halftime. Norwell leads it 14-6 over the Columbia City Eagles, but again... The defensive stops by the Norwell Knights have made the difference. Columbia City, you could probably argue, Shannon, has outplayed Norwell here in the first half. The the Knights got their two scores, one after a blocked punt where they punched it in for the five on two plays, the other a 74-yard touchdown pass over the top. But other than that, not a lot of moving the ball up and down the field like we've seen Norwell do this year. Columbia City has moved the ball offensively, and I'm sure time of possession and total yardage has to be a big advantage to Columbia City. But unfortunately, the advantage on the scoreboard goes to Norwell. Yeah, you, when you don't get points inside the five-yard line, I'm talking six points, uh, that can be very, very de- uh, depressing. It's, de- it's deflating. <laughs> deflating. And, and depressing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, any D word that you can come up with probably applies here. But, uh, you know, they've done it twice. And uh, the last time, late in the first half, a key interception by Cade Shelton. And uh, that kid just has a knack for coming up with plays. We saw him do it against East Noble last year with a big interception in the end zone. And now he does it here tonight. And that's one reason why Norwell is leading the state in points allowed per average or average per game of only 3.5 is because when they need plays to be made by their defense, they come up with them. Let's take take a look at the uh, first half scoring here real quick with Shannon Griffith. Well, we're going to get you caught up here at the first score of the night was a 328. Columbia City kicked a 25-yard field goal from Landon Urban, and it was 3 nothing for the uh, Eagles. Then at 312, Norwell takes this time a 74-yard touchdown pass from Leighton Bailey to Cohen Bailey. One play, PAT was good, and it was 7-3 Norwell. Then, after a blocked punt, two plays later, Leighton Bailey rushes it in from one yard out. The PAT was good, and it was 14-3 Norwell. In the second quarter, Columbia City, this time on a 14-play drive, 7:46 was only able to get a field goal out of it from 10 yards, again from Urban, and it gives us the halftime score with the Norwell Knights up on the Columbia City Eagles, 14-6. So the band is getting set to perform here at halftime. We've got a lot ahead on the Hoopy Insurance Services halftime show. Scores of area games. I don't even know how many games have made it to halftime because we had a pretty quick first half here yeah. at Norwell. 
But again, our halftime score here, Norwell 14, Columbia City 6. Uh, Norwell trying to get a perfect regular season and go 9-0. and Meanwhile, for the Columbia City Eagles, they're trying to win their seventh straight game and improve to 8-1 and heading into a very difficult Class 4A sectional next week where they'll open up on the road at Wayne. That's the game we'll be at next Friday in uh, high school football. We'll be at Wayne High School, Columbia City at Wayne, right here on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. So let's go ahead and take our halftime, send it back to the studio. Matt's going to have some halftime scores. We've got plenty more ahead, including a whole second half here at Norwell. We appreciate you sticking with us through some technical difficulties here at Norwell to start this one, but we do appreciate you being with us here for the duration and we will bring you this one throughout the second half and then after the game you can always join us at the Waynedale Pizza Hut for the Indiana Physical Therapy post-game show. Again our halftime score here at Norwell it's the homestanding Norwell Knights 14 and Columbia City 6. Stay tuned you're listening to the Hoopy Insurance Services halftime show on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Hey, high school sports fans, Jim Cruzy at Cruzy Automotive Service is a big sports fan just like you and supports the high school football broadcast you're listening to right now. For service and maintenance on your vehicle, any brand, any model, contact Cruzy Automotive Service on Lima Road behind the Shell gas station. And don't forget to ask about the 1990 oil change special. That's Cruzy, K-R-U-S-E, Automotive Service on Lima Road, north of Wallen, south of Till, right behind the Shell gas station. Life insurance, while a sensitive topic, is a vital part of smart financial planning, particularly for parents. For a minimal cost, a life insurance policy can provide a means to guarantee that the people who depend on you will be taken care of in the future. Talk to Matt and the team at Hoopy Insurance Services about obtaining coverage to ease your worries and secure financial stability for those closest to you. For over three decades, Hoopy Insurance Services has been helping people just like you get the right life insurance coverage for a cost that fits their budget. Remember, a difficult conversation today could mean peace of mind tomorrow. Find comfort in the experienced and knowledgeable staff of local agents at Hoopy Insurance Services. Call 486-7488. That's 486-7488. Or visit them on the web at hupe-insurance.com. Hoopy Insurance, their family serving your family for over 40 years. Thousands of Hoosiers have hepatitis C and don't even know it. You might be one of them. Visit checkcarecure.in.gov to learn more about this often silent, sometimes deadly disease. There is a cure, and treatment is simple. Find out how you can stop hep C at checkcarecure.in.gov. Get checked, get care, and get cured. Sponsored by Indiana FSSA, aired in cooperation with the Indiana Broadcasters Association in this station. Now back to the Hoopy Insurance Halftime Report. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome into the Hoopy Insurance Services Halftime Show. I'm Matthew Klingenberger, and I hope you are having a wonderful evening. 
here in the Summit City or wherever you may be listening to our broadcast from this evening as we are watching right now all the scores going on around the area and there are quite a few so please stay with us as we roll right through these right now it is currently we got a good game going on out there in Ossian right now Norwell with the lead well, like I said, this is the Hoopy Insurance Services Halftime Show. I'm Matthew Klingenberger, today co-hosting... My name is Austin Fox. Yes, indeed. We got a two-man crew going here today, just the way we will certainly roll with it for today and hopefully next week as well. So, again, like I said, hopefully you guys are having a wonderful evening out there. But right now, we're going to take a look at all of our scores from around the area. Austin, what first do you got? All right, right now, Carol just scored a touchdown going into this break and they take the lead 14 to 8 over Wayne yes indeed the generals are up right now it looks like they could unfortunately for the south side archers be heading to another running clock I know it's a situation sadly that the archers have heard way too many times as they are currently down 35 to nothing last we knew against the homestead Spartans hopefully hopefully south side can put up a better fight in the second half and get something going towards the playoffs Absolutely. And Concordia trying to hang tough with Northside. They trail 14 to 27. Northside out in front. Looks like they're doing a good job taking care of business. What a season Ben Johnson and the Legends have wound up having uh, as they are currently up. I want to say cruising. They were up 27 7 at one point. Uh, and also not quite cruising are the Snyder Panthers. Bishop Lewis has been a little bit up and down this season. 17-7 currently is the scoreline there. The Snyder Panthers lead. Unfortunately for Snyder, even if Carroll doesn't beat Wayne tonight, it's going to be insignificant because they lost earlier in the season to the Chargers. And that means that Carroll will be your outright Summit Athletic Conference champions regardless of what happens. But as you and I were talking about a little bit earlier, Austin, certainly want to be playing your best come playoff time absolutely you got to be prepared and speaking of a team that's playing pretty well right now it's the garrett railroaders they're taking the lead uh, 27 to 7 over central noble right now yeah and that is a team i mean literally their logo is a train so when the train is coming through certainly don't want to certainly don't want to try to stop them that's for sure 27 to 7 and what a shock adam central is currently blowing out a team right now as they currently lead the Woodland Woodland Warriors, easy for me to say, 35 to nothing. Currently all bets, they may be better than my Chicago Bears. Ouch. That's enough said with that. <laughs> Ouch. Meanwhile, Cherubusco, the Eagles are flying. They lead 21 to 7 over Fairfield. Yeah, for sure there as they're up to a 14-point lead. A little bit low scoring, just like a lot of our games were, at least early on anyway. New Haven and Huntington North are currently knotted at six apiece. We were at Huntington North a week ago. Didn't quite go the Vikings' way, but they are hanging tough. Again, that's our last report right now. 6-6 there with the New Haven Bulldogs. And the Leo Lions lead 27. It looks like a 10 over the Cowboys. So that one, we'll see if DeKalb can make a late comeback in that one. For sure. As right now, 27-10, like you said, still could make a push as they're very much still in the game. But, hey, football's an offensive game now. At any rate, uh, is currently Belmont up 14-0 on Lakeland. And, Austin, what do you have with uh, East Noble's game right now? Well, right now, East Noble's outrunning. They're leading 28-7 over Belmont Braves. Yes, indeed. And, of course, as some of will note, this is one of the best times of year for a sports fan. You've got football season that's ramping up. And right now, we also have baseball season as we are into the divisional round of the playoffs, the AL and NLDS. 
And there's the final score already to report. As earlier today, we had a bit of a blowout uh, right now in the NLDS. Uh, as a matter of fact, actually went final NLDS. Philadelphia smacks Atlanta 9-1. to Big sports weekend in Philly as them boys, the Dallas Cowboys, are coming to town. Oh, let's see if the Eagles can perhaps knock off Jerry Jones' crew. But we also had an ALDS game over as Cleveland actually took out a win. Yeah, they did, and it was late in that one. It took 10 innings, but the Guardians got the couple of runs they needed, and the Yankees couldn't respond in the bottom of the 10th. Are you a Yankees fan, Matt? I am not. Uh, I'm not a Chicago sports fan in general, but Cubs. It, it is a depressing time in it Chicago sports. It is a depressing sports. time right now, but I think everyone can say, hey, you may not be a Yankees fan, so at least you saw them lose today. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I love those 27 World Series titles, but unfortunately – some have to wait 108 years for it. But that's what we have going on right now. And there's so much more going on around first off high school. And maybe we'll even hear some more baseball and college football. It's a few games tonight. And I know our guy Adam Lundy and Brett Rump, they're, they're going to have the full rundown. They're going to have everything. And they're going to get you set for playoff football. We're already there. You heard those two words correctly, folks. We will have that on our airwaves next Friday night. Unless you're a 6 team. Everybody else will have a playoff game. That's all. They're going to talk about all that. They're going to preview all the action for next week, wrap up this week. They're going to be doing so on the post-game show tonight. So you want to stick around. And also, we've got a close ball game right now up there in Ossian, Indiana. Currently, Norwell on top. But we're going to sign off here for Austin, for myself. We are going to sign off. And in just a few minutes, we'll be back over with Brett Rump for the high school football that's right, the second half of the high school football game of the week. I'm so excited. I'm tripping over my words here. This is the Hoopy Insurance Services Halftime Show. Detroit Style Pizza is finally back at Pizza Hut. If you're like me, you've been waiting 342 days for this moment. But hey, who's counting? All I know is that it's back. That crispy, cheesy crust. Those layers of toppings. All finished with the sauce on top. And best of all, you can try one of these three unique recipes like double pepperoni, meaty deluxe, or supremo. Or if you're the independent type, create your own. Pizza Hut's Detroit Style Pizza is back. But it won't be here forever. So hurry, no one. Out pizzas the hut. Get the latest knife info from one of the country's premium knife shops, Blademan's Knife Shop at the Shops of Scott Road. There's a reason customers drive hours just to shop at Blademan's in Fort Wayne. Hi, this is Mark, the owner of Blademan's Knife Shop, and I'd like to personally invite you out to the store to see the area's best selection of quality knives. We have Benchmade, Spyderco, Microtech, Protech, Pogue, Zero Tolerance, Medford Knife and Tool, ADV Tactical, Tour Knives, and many more. We also have a great selection of custom knives. Can't get out to the store or prefer to shop online? Check out our great selection on Blademan's Knife Shop.com. We pride ourselves on fast shipping because no one wants to wait weeks for their new knife. We update our online inventory daily so you know you're ordering in-stock product that will be shipped within one business day. And shipping is always free for orders over $100. So check us out on BladeMansKnifeShop.com or stop by the store in the shops of Scout Road and have a cup of coffee on me. Be in the know and follow Blademans on Facebook and Instagram today. 10% discount to police and military and now you can see the collection of Shun Knives, the finest in kitchen color. Available at Blademans Knife Shop in the shops of Scott Road.
If you're looking for insurance, here's a name to know. Mark Odin. Hold on, hold on. It's pronounced Edding. But it's spelled O-E-T-T-I-N-G. Yes, and O-E-T-T-I-N-G. It's pronounced Edding. Take two. Mark Edding of Edding Insurance Agency has not only served the community as an independent insurance agent, but he's also been coaching youth sports since his playing days over 40 years ago. For auto, home, business, trust the insurance coach, Mark Odin. That's Edding. Sorry, online at O-E-T-T-I-N-G-I-N-S dot com. Edding Insurance is a proud independent agent for the Ohio Mutual Insurance Group. On the battlefield, there's a saying America's military men and women live by. Never leave a fallen warrior behind, ever. Off the battlefield, Wounded Warrior Project operates with the same goal. We leave no warrior behind. Wounded Warrior Project is a nonprofit organization created to help our men and women returning home with the scars of war. Whether those scars are physical or mental, we're here to make sure that they heal. And whether it's helping those with post-traumatic stress disorder live a normal life again, or giving much-needed support to injured warriors and veterans hospitals, because no one deserves our help more than the men and women who risk their lives to keep us safe. Wounded Warrior Project. We never leave a fallen warrior behind. Ever. Learn more about what we do at WoundedWarriorProject.org. Did you get a call or message that mentioned Social Security that made you feel threatened or scared? That is not the Social Security Administration. Social Security will not threaten you, press you for personal information, or demand instant payment. Social Security does not accept payments by gift card, prepaid debit card, internet currency, or by mailing cash. Criminals use these forms of payment because they are hard to trace. Don't fall for it. Hang up. Ignore them. Report this criminal activity to oig.ssa.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Neil Armstrong waited six hours and 39 minutes to step onto the surface of the moon. Jackie Robinson waited 20 months to play his first game with the Brooklyn Dodgers. And even DiCaprio had to wait 22 years to win an Oscar. You can wait until your destination. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. It's time for the Commissioner's Corner, an exclusive weekly conversation about Indiana high school sports with the Commissioner of the IHSAA, Paul Neidig. Now for an up-to-the-minute report about what's happening in the constantly changing world of high school sports, here's Coach Bob Lovell with Commissioner Paul Neidig. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell, and this is our weekly conversation with the Commissioner of the IHSAA, Paul Neidig. Uh, Commissioner, appreciate your time. Recently announced the IHSAA will be re- relocating your cross-country semi-state. Rather than run at Huntington University, you'll be uh, running it still uh, in that particular part of the state, but you'll be at, Marion, at Indiana Wesleyan University in Marion. And uh, understand, people, it's a well-documented uh, situation. Huntington University coach and wife, um, improprieties in terms of uh, contact with student-athletes and questions about uh, uh, possible uh, performance enhancement drugs and things. And so uh, it's it not a very pleasant situation for anyone, but I applaud you and the ICSA for stepping in quickly and making a decision. Thanks, Coach. And we don't ever uh, like to do or these decisions are not things that are, we take lightly. There's a lot of uh, thought that goes into these types of situations, and then fortunately they don't happen very often, but 
you know, at the end of the day for us, Coach, we just felt our kids have one opportunity. Some some of our right. kids have one opportunity to run in a semi-state meet in their life. Um, and we just felt the potential for distraction um, around the, the stuff that's going on with the university and their cross-country program could affect the event. And we did not want to uh, have anything affect the experience for our student-athletes. And so we just felt it was best to move it. We we know Huntington's working hard to, to, to investigate everything that's going on, and and I'm sure they will return at some point, and we hope to be back there in the future and run. But right now, we just felt it was best for our kids to, to, to go to the Indiana Wesleyan course, which is a phenomenal course, and um, they're ready and willing to host us there. Well, you, this brings about a very busy weekend, too. You have, uh, I mean, I'm not exactly sure where to start. Unified flag football, the championship between DeKalb and Brownsburg at Grand Park. Uh, you have volleyball sectional, soccer regionals, team championship in tennis. Um, week, uh, the last week of the regular season of uh, football. So, uh, as we've talked about, it's a special, special time for a lot of our kids in the state because it's championship time right now. It is, Coach, and that you know, and that's what we do. I mean, we certainly, right. as we always, we celebrate the classroom, but we do also hand out some hardware occasionally throughout the state this year, and and we're going to start handing out some more of that hardware this weekend. And you know, our unified, and you know, Coach, our, our unified program is just something that we're so proud of. Partnership with uh, Special Olympics Indiana and and developing the champions together for students with intellectual or right. physical disability to be a member of the high school team that we're where they go to school that's just a phenomenal experience for kids and we're going to give out the, the award between our state champion between DeKalb and Brownsburg and we're also going to give out the Bobby Cox Mental Attitude Award <laughs> that day and so that's uh, mm-hmm. going to be a, a great day but yeah I mean we're rolling we've got multiple things going on this weekend the soccer sectional championships are all over the state on Saturday and we're marching towards a volleyball state tournament coming up in a couple of weeks and it's event time, but you know, right now I'm looking at a calendar here, and guess what starts here in the next couple of weeks, and even some next week. Our winter sports um, teams start practice. Winter sports, right. so that's exactly. right around the corner for us. <laughs> well, uh, I, I appreciate Paul Condry and I appreciate your hospitality. Um, love the new studio. Thank you for having us for the pairing show. It's a special night. Uh, we're honored to be a part of it, but it's uh, it's so much fun, and everybody's in, engaged and involved and. In invested in that particular night it's an investment of time you know and i think that's what makes it special coaches invest time in kids and kids invest time at school and in the classroom and you guys invest time to do the show and i will tell you coach we set a record this week we had fifteen thousand unique viewers on ihsa champion (laughs) network ihsa tv uh watching uh you and laundry the show so yeah fifteen thousand unique viewers Thanks for listening to The Commissioner's Corner with IHSAA Commissioner Paul Neidig and Coach Bob Lovell. And thank you for your continued support of the high schools in your community. Now back to the Hoopy Insurance Halftime Report. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. 
Halftime here at Columbia City and the Norwell Knights at Columbia City. We're at Norwell. i got to remember where I'm at, Shane. Yeah. You know, that's that's the old age <laughs> catching up with me. Agreed. It is a halftime score of 14-6, to Norwell leading it over the Columbia City Eagles. Got to be impressed with what Columbia City has done against Norwell here in the first half, Shannon, because, you know, we've had some question marks attached to this Norwell squad, and it seems like every time we raise a question, they respond with an exclamation point. And really, tonight has been no different. They've perhaps outplayed Norwell up to this point. Yeah, they have. And give credit to uh, Norwell's defense where they just really kind of bowed up their necks and kept them out of the end zone because we could be talking about a 21-14 Columbia City lead here. And... uh, but Columbia City's moved the ball well. They've kept the Norwell offense off the, off the field. And now with Norwell getting the opening kickoff here, this is a big drive. Twice Columbia City had it inside the mm. Knights' five-yard line and came away without points. Well, and one so, of those times, you know, they had a wide receiver open and he threw it just outside of them. Uh, early in the first quarter. After deferring the opening coin toss, Norwell will get the second half kick. Left to right, the kick is on its way. And it is going to be taken at the three. Returnable up the hash marks, out to the numbers, across the 20. Hit, still on his feet, down the sideline, 25, almost to the 30. They'll say he stepped out at the 27. About a 24-yard return for the Knights. So they'll have it first and 10. At the 27-yard line, and on comes senior quarterback Leighton Bailey. He'll have senior running back Luke Graft in the backfield. And I'll be real interested in seeing what the approach is here for Josh Gerber. They did not move the football much in the first half. And a couple of times, they threw on first down incomplete. And second and 10, third and 10, certainly not the down and distance that Norwell wants to find themselves in. From the right hash. Bodenheimer in motion across formation left to right. They'll give it to Graf. Graf gets stood up right at the line of scrimmage and pushed backwards. They'll give him forward progress, and somehow he got to the 29. Wow. I didn't think he got even to the 28, but they give him the 29-yard line, two-yard gain, (laughs) second down and eight. That was a generous uh, Norwell ride receivers, and they've committed their front seven to the run game totally. And the free safety becomes that extra body in there, especially if Bodenheimer would happen to block. Shotgun now for Bailey on second down and eight. Rolls to the left. He wants to throw. The right-hander throws near sideline, and it is caught out at the 43, but he's out of bounds. Yeah. Ball may have been stripped away from Cohen Bailey at the last second. It was There's that man-to-man coverage, yeah. and Norwell just... They can't resist it, Shannon. Right oh, no. now, they, they want so bad to be able to make that play, and uh, that time... That was Stahl. Not enough room on the sideline for them to, to complete it. Yeah, Ian Stahl did a good job there, staying with it. Staying with it. Got his hands there, but now they've got a big third and eight here. Third and eight from the 29-yard line. Ball is set up on the right hash. Single receiver right, one, two to the left. Here there comes a come. blitz, and Bailey scrambles to his left. Got the sideline, 30. Cuts away from one, across the 35. Oh, wow. He's close to the first down at the 37-yard line. This going to be short. Let's see where they mark it. Oh, no, they gave it to him. 
The official on the far side is where the chains are at, and he's already signaled to move the chains. They put it at the 38-yard line. Wow. What a gain by Bailey on the scramble. When he got to the edge, he had to avoid one man, and he was able to do it. Yeah, just a great play, and then man-to-man, the quarterback is free. From the left hash, two receivers to the right, inside handoff to the wing. Bodenheimer following the left side of the line. He has met and pushed back. A lot of extra push and shove, and after the whistle, he got thrown down, and Bodenheimer puts his palms out, <laughs> saying, wait a minute, I got called for a hit like that in the first half, but there's no flag. No. It's a gain of two out to the 40, second down and eight. The job this front four for Columbia City is doing up front against this Norwell offensive line is pretty pretty uh, spectacular because they're just not given much on the front uh, on the front end of the run game they'll send Shelton and Neuenschwander same side to the right wing to the left shotgun snap quick pitch to the right and Graf has the edge Graf 45 50 Fumble. and the ball came free and Columbia City jumps on it at midfield Eagles with the turnover. A fumble by Luke Graff. Just had it stripped. They reached in and just poked it away. And Columbia City there to jump on it right at the midfield stripe. And the Eagles will take over with great field position at the midfield stripe. First and 10, down by 8 with 9.48 to play in the third quarter. Well, you said it. He got the corner, but the only problem was the defense for Columbia City got the strip. Here is a double reverse. They're going to the left side. Got lead blocking down the sideline. Now he's free. 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Columbia City. A play that was set up perfectly. A handoff to the right, a quick handoff to the sweet man heading to the left. When he got out to the far sideline, they had created a wall. He got outside it and then sprinted down the sideline untouched. 50 yards for a touchdown, a one-play drive. And Columbia City, a chance with a two-point conversion to tie this up with 9.38 remaining in the third quarter. Yeah, I I didn't get a number on that, but a well-executed play. Piper gets the snap, and again, they'll hand it off. Halfback option in the end zone, a diving attempt. No, he was bobbling it as he went down and then slid out of bounds before he came up with possession. Boy, a beautifully designed play. Looked like the Philly special. Yeah, and what was interesting is it was uh, a direct snap to the halfback who flipped it to the wing coming around from left to right. And then the wing threw it toward the near sideline of the end zone. But the ball low, and his receiver went down, slid. But the ball kind of bounced around on his belly as he was sliding out of bounds. And so it's ruled no good on the two-point try. And Norwell still leads in this football game 14-12. to you know, I, I I like the fact that you know there you know the charts are going to tell you to go for it and so forth and so on. But to me, I, I still think it's early chasing those points in some respects because <clears throat> you just got a big big play. And here's a question: Brett Fox is not opposed to yes onside <laughs> kicks. You got it. Three of them in a row against New Haven. And in fact, Shannon, if I remember, I think all three of them were successful. They were. 
The first two were called. The third one, and I think the kicker just decided, well, I'm going to take matters into my own hand. <laughs> yeah, he miskicked what was supposed uh, to be kind of a pooch kick. Wow. Sideline warning called against Columbia City. There won't be any march off, but... Well, they both got it now, so the next time it is a penalty. So we're ready for the kick. 9.38 remaining third quarter. It's now a two-point Norwell lead. Columbia City to kick off. Left to right. The right-footed kicker will boot it up, and it's a high-hanging kick. And the return from the 8. Across the 15. Hit at the 20. Still trying to drag his way out toward the 25. Finally pushed the other direction as he got forward progress to the 25-yard line. And it's going to be first and 10 for the Norwell Knights. Right now, all the momentum, Shannon, on the other sideline. Yeah. It is Columbia City that has traveled here and traveled well. The visiting side bleachers are not only packed, but there are people all along the fence on the far side from end zone to almost end zone. The crowd on hand, as you would expect, for a game to decide the NEA championship. The third-ranked team in Class 3A, the Norwell Knights, undefeated at 8-0, leading at 14-12 with 9.5 minutes left in the third, and Norwell takes over first and 10 for the 25, and they put no one over center, so Bailey with a sneak out to the 30. Yeah, they got their <clears throat> two tackles playing on the outside shoulder of the guards. And <laughs> five Bailey, yards. Just, Bailey just saw that wide open middle and said, hey, big fella, I'm following yeah, you. Yeah, that's a tap on the side, and away we go. But five yards, you'll take it every time. Second down and five with the ball out of the 30. Norwell, right to left. All Navy blue uniforms, white numbers, Navy helmets. Under center, Bailey will give. To the running back, and I think this is Colbert, and Colbert stood up at the line of scrimmage, and there's nothing there for John Colbert. Just again, impressed with Columbia City's front four, really getting a lot of penetration and driving back the Norwell offensive line. Colbert, about the same size as Kraft. Oh, yeah. Kraft is six foot two hundred one. Colbert six foot two hundred, and that's just a difference of. A different breakfast that morning. <laughs> he may have a little bit more speed than than Luke, but same same body. Big third down and five for Norwell. Trying to get the momentum back in this game. Roll out to the left, Bailey. Now he's going to have to turn and go the other direction. And now he's got the far sideline. 30, 35 out of bounds. He wins the sprint for a first down out of the 37. Oh. That hurts. Nice burst of speed to beat everybody to that far sideline. A play designed to be a rollout to the left. And Bailey just uh, reversed direction and took it all the way to the right sideline for a first down. Norwell Knights at their own 37-yard line. Yeah, again, man-to-man coverage, and that quarterback not covered. He did a great job there, got the first down. Two receivers, wide side to the left, one to the right, wing to the right, and a quick pitch to the left. Here comes Colbert. Breaks away from a tackle, 45, 50, and finally dragged down as he crosses midfield into Columbia City's side of the 50 at the 48. Same play that they ran with Graft, and he fumbled it. Getting a quick pitch and getting outside, and they're doing it fairly easily. Well, the thing is, it's not necessarily a full sideline. He gets right. outside the hash marks and then cuts it upfield. And there's some over-pursuit on the outside for Columbia City, and there's that little lane. 
Oh, High snap. Oh, a little confusion because the running back went the wrong way. Bailey went to pitch it right, and Colbert went left. Now Bailey with a run. He gets inside the 40, still on his feet inside the 35. What a play by Leighton Bailey, making a lot of something out of nothing. Yeah. He takes that ball for a first down. <laughs> on a play that was completely blown up. He looked to pitch it to his right, and Colbert had taken off left. And Bailey just scrambled his way through the middle of the field for a big gain and a first down at the Nor- or at the Columbia City 34-yard line. Got a injured player here for timeout. It's about a 15-yard gain on that yeah. play. So uh, we'll have a break in the action. A Columbia City player is down, 721 remaining. We're in quarter number three. Norwell, the slimmest of margins, just up by two, which is, I guess, the second slimmest. (laughs) A two-point lead for the Norwell Knights, 14-12 over Columbia City. And I guess we'll keep it here because the injured player is up, trotting himself over to the far sideline on his own power. So... Looks like he'll be possibly okay to return. The training staff will check him out on the far sideline. It was a 14-6 game at the half. Columbia City scored on a 50-yard play, but did not get the two-point try. Find themselves down by two. 7-11, the clock running. Shotgun snap for Bailey. He's going to keep it. Running it behind a block on the near edge. And he gets inside the 30. Maybe the 29-yard line after gaining about five yards. Well, they'll put it right at the 30. So it's a four-yard gain. Second down and six. Second and six on the 30. Norwell would love to have the answer for that Columbia City score. Especially after the Eagles didn't get the two-point try because now Columbia City could make it a two-score lead if they can get a touchdown and the extra point. Seavers was the confirmed scorer for Columbia City. Handoff up the middle. Nice spin by Colbert. He stays on his feet, dragging a tackler all the way down to the 20-yard line. Ten-yard gain by Colbert. What a spin move as he went through the hole. He picked up some arms and had to drag a tackler about the last five or six yards, but that's a good, strong run by John Colbert of Norwell, and it's a first and ten for the Norwell Knights at the red zone. And I can think they're going to get Norwell for sideline again, it looks like. Something's up because Coach Gerber was not overly happy. And let's see. What's the signal? It is a sideline warning, and that'll be a penalty. Five yards. They're going to mark it back five yards, and that's why Coach Gerber was not pleased. And you wonder if he's not pleased about the call or about players that maybe got overexcited and crossed across that 25. I didn't see exactly if it was too close to the field or if they had extended too far down the sideline, but it is a five-yard march off. It's after the play, though, Shannon, so it is still a first down. Now it's first and 15 for the 25. Quick pitch to the right. Colbert follows his blocks. 15, 10, 5. Colbert looking for the goal line, and he comes up just short. Oh, wow. Inside the one, he gave it a good reach and extension, trying to get the ball across the plane, but they'll say his knee was down and the ball hadn't crossed. But you can't get much closer than where they mark Colbert down. 
inside the one-yard line, first and goal. I thought he was in, but I bet Bailey carries it now. Under center, Bailey. Here's the snap. They're going to give it to Colbert. Let him put it in from a yard out. No signal yet. And they say he's short. Didn't make it. Wow. Oh, my gosh. That's quite the stand for <laughs> Columbia City. What is that right through? side of the line for Norwell where you've got Bolin and Zetas. Those are a couple of big guys and good offensive linemen. And they couldn't get a yard out of that play. It's second down and goal from the one. We're not on top of it, but my goodness, I thought he was at least a yard in the end zone. Second down, still on the right hash. Colbert, the lone running back. Under center, Bailey. They'll give it to him on the pitch. Colbert can walk in. Touchdown, Norwell. From a yard out, John Colbert gives Norwell an eight-point lead. They can make it an all-important nine-point advantage on a daily own extra point coming up. And De Leon has been good this year on extra points. 45 of 49. There's the snap, the set. The boot is up, and the kick is good. 21 to 12. Norwell answers. The touchdown by Columbia City with a long drive of their own. This is the high school football game of the week. The Northeast Point 9 FM. Indiana Physical Therapy is your trusted choice in northern Indiana. For over 30 years, we've treated all walks of life, from peewees to professionals and Olympians, and everyone in between. Schedule at any of our 21 convenient locations, even without a doctor's order. Indiana Physical Therapy is cost-effective, accepting all insurance plans and networks. We're open from 7 to 7 and can get you in the same day you call. Go to indianapt.com. Thirteen eighty, the fan, and one hundred point nine FM. We're back to the field. The Fort Wayne High School football game of the week. On the scoreboard, it's now twenty-one to twelve. Norwell leading it over the Columbia City Eagles. Five oh seven remains in the third quarter, and a nine-point advantage for Norwell, Shannon. But if you look at the stats, you could possibly argue <laughs> that Columbia City should be ahead in this game. Well, they, in all likelihood, they probably should have, but. Uh, that's why I don't like going for two there, because now they're down that odd number again. Nine points is tough to come back from. De Leon just kicked it to the back line of the end zone. So it's <laughs> to the 20 on the touchback. But uh, time of possession is startling. Yeah, uh, I think uh, over 22 minutes to about, what, eight and a half minutes, something yeah, in that neighborhood? Yeah, they... Looks like they just changed it because we're getting the live feed and live stats. And I think this might be a little wrong, but they have Eagles uh, 1750 to Norwell's 1336. But I still, I mean, that was at 20, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it was 22 to 8 when we just looked they, at it. They can't do that to us. Yeah. Handoff straight up the gut. Not much there. About a two-yard gain out to the 22-yard line. For Justice Gorey. So it'll be second down and eight for the Columbia City Eagles. Wonder when they're going to try to hit the deep ball because 
They will run it, run it, run it, and then all of a sudden hit one over the top. Here's a sweep, and they're going to get him in the backfield. Huge loss. No way you can go east and west against the pursuit of this Norwell defense. They bust it in, and it'll be a loss all the way back at the 15. Takes seven yards on that loss, and it's now in third and 15. Back at their own 15-yard line. I'd say the big drive by the offense has charged up this defense for Norwell. And the ends and linebackers so good at pursuing on the tackle for loss. Drop back, Piper throws over the middle, and that's going to be a hanging ball that's intercepted. Shelton, the second pick of the night. No, it's not Shelton. Second pick of the night. Norwell has it at the 25-yard line. And it's Trace Moser, a junior defensive back who came up with the pick. That one just basically tossed up as a free ball into center field. And Moser came over and caught it out near the 45-yard line. And then the return to the 24-yard line where Norwell has it first and 10, looking to add to a nine-point lead. Yeah, tough play to call there. You don't want your quarterback to just wing it down the middle of the field when you have a free safety sitting there. Huge turnover for Norwell. From the left hash, two receivers to the right. Single back, and they'll flip it to him. On a sweep to the right, here's Graf. Got a nice block, Graf. 15, 10, and he's inside the 10, tumbling down near the 7 or 8. And there's another late flag, and this one might be. Let's see who they call it on. Could be Norwell. The ball's going to be marked somewhere near the 8-yard line, but, boy, this would be huge. You march 15 back on the Knights. Yeah. And, and these are the kind of mistakes that are going to be learning moments for both squads because you can't afford them next week when your season's on the line. No question. Graf is pointing to Columbia City as if it was their penalty, but they've really found a play now that they're just going to is this quick pitch, and they're getting to that perimeter. Well, the thing is, Shannon, when you talk perimeter, I think to, to give everybody... Oh, man. It is against the Norwell Knights, and it's a 15-yard march-off. Mm. So it was after the play, too. So you went from first and goal at the 8 to first and goal back at the 23-yard line. But when you say that uh, to the perimeter, they, they, they give it a quick pitch, but he cuts it up just off tackle. I mean, it's not a real wide play. It's not right. the sweep to the sideline. Yeah, he's just... Like you said, he's getting to that off-tackle area. The tight end and the uh, offensive tackle doing a phenomenal job with their blocks. But you said it, first and goal, wow. Long way to go for a first and goal situation from the 23-yard line. They'll do the quick pitch to the left. That time Columbia City defends it well and takes him down for a two-yard loss. That's the way you need to defend it. Shoot the gap, the linebacker that time. From the from the middle, shot the gap and took him down back at the 25. John Dominic Chacon, it says there, did a great job, like you said. He read it, shot the gap, made a nice open field tackle, 
actually held them to no gain. Well, I, I'm not even trying to call Columbia City's names because <laughs> they're wearing gold numbers on white jerseys. I have no idea. And we have no lights. Roll out to the right. Yeah, we can't even see the program. Oh, he's now rolling back to the left. Here he comes. He's got the edge. 25-20. Almost got his head pulled off. And then he finally falls out of bounds somewhere near the 15-yard line. Oh, they grabbed his helmet. But they didn't grab the face mask, but as he no. ran, they about took his head off. Now a flag came out late again. Well, let's see what they call it. And I'm not sure, Shannon, it looked bad because his head kind of jerked back, but it didn't look like they grabbed the face mask. Right. They grabbed the helmet. Yeah. Now they got a personal foul on them after the play. wonder if he got, you know, after he uh, scampered down the sideline, if he stepped out of bounds and then got hit late. But... That's going to be a personal foul marched off against Columbia City. My guess is somebody said something because a lot of the Columbia City players are kind of chastising their teammate there because now it's half the distance of the goal. Well, you took uh, Norwell from what seemed to be a very difficult task with second and goal from the 25. Now you've given him a manageable play here. And they've marked it as a first down, Shannon. I don't know if that's right, but on the board they have first down. And they got first down and then second down. They got second down on the stick. So we've got to figure out what the down is. And remember, we saw this earlier where it was not a first down. Now they're giving them one. So we'll have to wait and see. The officials are talking. And they just signaled over to the stick man. He's the one that's got second down. And they've it's just third made down. it. Now they've made it third down. Yeah. So what happened? It was post play. It was after the play. Right. And because it's first, it was goal to goal. They can't get a first down. So like you said, they mark it off, and it's the next play. It is at the eight yard line, left hash. They'll go with the run up the middle. Graft hit at the line of scrimmage, but he was able to kind of squirt through to the five, three yard gain, and now it is fourth and goal. And here comes DeLeon to try to kick a field goal. Looking for his sixth field goal of the year. 2.45, clock's running. We're in the third quarter. Norwell leading it 21-12 and trying to make it a double up on Columbia City as DeLeon will try to kick it through from the, what is that, the 12. So it'll be a 22-yard field goal, almost centered because it's sitting right on the soccer mark on the circle. Here's the snap. It's good. The set. The kick is up, and the kick is good. The sixth field goal of the year by Austin DeLeon has made it a 24-12 game. And after Columbia City had closed to within two, it's 10 straight scored by the Knights. 2-18 still left, third quarter. This is high school football on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Marcus Freeman and the 2022 Notre Dame football team are locked and loaded for a season sure to have all the excitement of a shootout at high noon. To stay on top of it all, join me, Phil Houck, and America's foremost authority on Notre Dame football, Tim Priester, senior editor of irishillustrated.com. Saturday mornings at 10 sharp for the 26th season of Fighting Irish Preview. Saturday mornings at 10, it's Fighting Irish Preview on 1380 The Fan. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. We're back to the field. The Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. 
Back at Norwell, where the Knights now lead it over the Columbia City Eagles, 24-12, with 2.18 remaining in the third quarter. I am Brett Rump, along with the coach, Shannon Griffith. Matt Klingenberger is our studio producer. Norwell will kick it off. They're kicking right to left, which is west to east here at Norwell. The left-footed kicker gives it a boot. High kick. This one's not going to make the end zone. And it's bobbled at the five, picked up at the four. Now here comes the coverage unit, and they'll chase him near sideline before Shelton finally runs him out of bounds outside the 15-yard line. Interesting that De Leon didn't kick it through the end zone, but kicked a high pop-up. And after it was bobbled, Norwell was there with the coverage. <clears throat> and, a, and actually a pretty decent return just to get it out to the 15. First and 10 for Columbia City. Columbia City there did a good job just giving up three. Handoff, trying to sweep it to the left. They've got the blocking set up, turning it up at the numbers. They get out across the 20 and out to the 21, a six-yard gain. You know, that's the one thing, Shannon, when they run those plays to the edge, they do get, whether it's a pull or whether that's just, uh, you know, the old... Uh, what do they used to call that? A schoolhouse to the left or what? what are they? It's uh, student body left. That's student body it. left. But they do have the blocking in front of him. Handoff up the middle. And that trap blocking didn't work that time because North or uh, Norwell right on top of it after a gain of maybe a yard, yard and a half. It's just shy of the 28-yard line where it's third and two. Yeah, they're going to have to start going here, 23 too. 23-yard line. Yeah. I want to correct that. Start going here. Two scores down, and they're going to have to find ways to get some points here quickly. From the 23, it is third down and two. And they'll fake the uh, sweep to the right and then hand it coming back to the left and to the far sideline, knocked out of bounds. And he's close. Are they going to give it to him? No. Yeah. See, that's the problem. He went all the way to the far sideline and then came up short. Yeah. In fact, he didn't even get to the line of scrimmage right at the 23-yard line. So now it's fourth and two in Columbia City showing their punting unit. Yeah, what I was going to say, it's all right to run those plays sideline to sideline and try to get upfield on your normal downs, but when you need it, you got to get upfield. So it is a punt, and the kick is away. High kick, nobody back for Norwell, so it'll take a free bounce and a big bounce for Columbia City. Wow. Bounced at about the 45, and it's going to roll all the way inside the 25 and be downed at the 23-yard line. So that is a 54-yard kick with no return. That's flipping the field right there, and you wonder why Norwell didn't have someone at least back. Yeah, I didn't. I uh, was kind of caught off guard by that too. Whether they didn't have enough guys on the field because that doesn't seem like they would put all 11 up. This is a huge drive for Columbia City's defense. They need to really get a three and out here. Last minute of our third quarter with Norwell leading at 24 to 12. Knights take over at their own 23-yard line. Under center from the left hash, it's Leighton Bailey. Colbert now at the running back spot. He'll get the quick pitch, cut it off left tackle, upfield along the numbers. He crosses the 30, hit hard at the 31, oh. and he's holding his shoulder. Yeah, that's not good. He got popped pretty good. 
And he's coming off kind of shaking that right arm and holding near the shoulder area. So he'll have to come out of the game, and Luke Graft will come in to take over at the running back spot. Yeah. Yeah, that kid is a hard runner. I really like him. That was a gain of eight on the play. Second down and two. And right up the middle. Here's Graft. Just puts the pads low and turns those legs, gets out to the 33, and that's real close to a first down going to be right at the stick and oh, I think they're going to mark him just short I believe I think the official to. is eyeing it <laughs> they'll give him the first down <laughs> well that was pretty close Shannon yeah they don't like Mark they don't like bringing the chains out no anymore. these officials are cold it's a cold night Shannon yeah. you don't want to waste time you want to get to the <laughs> comforts of your car or your home and warm up yeah, they're running the clock here yeah, 13 on the game clock, two on the play clock, and well, the play clock got to zero. Uh-huh. But I guess uh, the, the team's now heading to the other end of the field. It is the end of the third quarter here at Norwell. The Knights leading at 24 to 12 over the Columbia City Eagles. Knights trying to wrap up a perfect regular season, improved to 9 and 0, heading into next week's 3A playoffs and win an NEA championship along the way. Fourth quarter next on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. The PSM Performance Edge program is here to help athletes reach the next level. It's a high-intensity, personalized training program built for athletes who want to be the best. Whether you're making the jump to high school athletics or have dreams of playing your sport in college and the pros, the Edge is the athletic development program to get you there. Over 150 athletes have decided to put in the work to reach the next level with the EDGE program. Call us at 260-266-4007 to schedule your free one-on-one consultation. If you're looking for insurance, here's a name to know. Mark Odin. Hold on, hold on. It's pronounced Edding. But it's spelled O-E-T-T-I-N-G. Yes, and O-E-T-T-I-N-G. It's pronounced Edding. Take two. Mark Edding of Edding Insurance Agency has not only served the community as an independent insurance agent, but he's also been coaching youth sports since his playing days over 40 years ago. For auto, home, business, trust the insurance coach, Mark Odin. That's Edding. Sorry, online at O-E-T-T-I-N-G-I-N-S dot com. Edding Insurance is a proud independent agent for the Ohio Mutual Insurance Group. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. We're back to the field. The Fort Wayne High School football game of the week. Starting our fourth quarter, it's a pitch play to the right for Norwell that goes for a loss. Columbia City all over that one. No room there for Luke Graft. He'll go down at the 30 after losing three yards. So it's second down and 13 to go. They got some big boys up there in those trenches for... Columbia City as well. Landon Tim, a 6'1", 240-pound defensive end. Second down, 13 for their own 30. Shotgun snap to Bailey. Rolling to the left. Here comes the blitz, and they're going to take Bailey down. Back at the 26-yard line. Bailey corralled and thrown to the turf. If Bailey was Tom Brady, that's 15 yards. (laughs) Instead, it's a sack back at the 26, a loss of four. And here in the fourth quarter, it's two negative plays for Norwell. They've got themselves into a third. And let's see, that's the 43 they need to get. So it's third and 17. 
Well, I'm not going to. Well, do... no, I'm not going to do math again. They're at the. They're at the 20. I said 26. They're at the 21. So it's 22 to go. Drop back, Bailey. He's going to air it out deep. It hangs in the air, and it's going to be picked off by the safety at midfield. Immediately, Cohen Bailey will drop him. But that ball just died in the wind. Had no chance of ever getting over the top. And again, Shannon, it's like what we saw when Colton Piper tried to throw it into the wind. It gets up, it dies, and it just falls into the arms of the free safety. Yeah, it kind of slipped out of his hand, so... But that's a huge stand there by Columbia City's defense. and Cohen Payne, by the way, yeah. intercepted it. Getting the ball inside uh, Norwell's territory at the 46. So this is a, a must score for Columbia City here. And they're going to have to pick it up with only 10-27 left down two <laughs> scores. This has not been a perfectly clean game. couple of turnovers each side. Had a block kick. And now Columbia City from the Norwell, 46. Quick hitter up the middle, handed to Gorey. Gorey gets inside the 45 and taken down by a swarm of Norwell defenders at about the 43. So that is maybe three yards on that first down carry, second down and seven. A digital scoreboard flashing in the card number. That's pretty unique. I'll have to think about that one. Under 10 minutes left. Trap. Here they go with the quick handoff up the middle and broke away from the first tackle, continued inside the 40 to the 39. Russo with the tackle. Norwell came up with the football, but it was blown dead before the ball came free, so it is a uh, four-yard gain. It's now going to be third down, three to go. They're at the Norwell 39-yard line. Hard count. Nobody jumping. Piper will look over to the far sideline. The wing will return to the right side of the formation where you've got a double wing, single back, and Piper under center. And it's a rollout to the right. Piper throws over the middle, and it is caught. The ball behind the receiver, but he adjusted to it perfectly and makes the catch. That's a tight end for him. At the 32-yard line for a first down. Peyton, I think that was Peyton Shear, the senior. 6'6", 220-pound tight end. Big target over the middle. Here comes the sweep to the left. They try to set the blocks. Now they stall him at the edge, and he can't get much. Coming around this near side, and that was uh, Seavers who tried to get wide to the left. And really a good job, and I couldn't catch the number of the defender that chased it down but kept leverage. He kept yes. outside the running back to keep him from getting all the way to the sideline and had to take on a blocker in the process. You said it exactly right. Leverage the football. Keep it on the inside. Roll out and a throw. Right flat, and he's got a man caught at the 20. I'm going to guess that's... Uh Probably Fuller on that far side, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that was Fuller. Yeah. A little out route, and he just threw it out there between the defender and the sideline. Let Fuller go up and get it, and it's a first down. They set it at the 21-yard line, just outside the red zone. Columbia City down by a dozen with 8.18 left. Handoff to the right. Stick the foot in the ground and take it right up inside the numbers to about the 15-yard line. A good six-yard gain. And that's good running because I think it was intended to go wide, but he saw that gap open up 
as again Norwell trying to get the leverage on the outside, but it opened up the gap right at the numbers, and he cut it north and south and got six yards out of it. Correct, and they got away with a procedure there. <laughs> they both moved. Second down and four. Give first man through, and he'll just rumble inside the uh, 15 and get down close to first down yardage. I got it's it. going to be at about the 11-yard line, maybe the 10, and that's going to be a first down. And let's see, it is first and goal right at the 10-yard line. Timeout Norwell. So Norwell has to take a timeout. One thing we've not seen this year is anybody match the physicality of Norwell. Yeah. Columbia City doing a pretty good job of it. And on both sides of the ball, just not one side of their defense has done uh, done really well. They've been put in some unfair positions because of turnovers, a block punt and stuff, but they have played outstanding in my opinion. And then you switch it over to the offense for Columbia City, and they're also getting a chance up front to move the football fa fairly well against the very stout Norwell team. But one thing, they got, I mean, we got 723, 7.33 left, and we're down two scores, so they've got to keep moving a little bit. You know, that's not a lot of time, and this drive uh, is really taking, in my opinion, too long. they got to get the ball in that end zone. You can uh, hear the wind. It is gusting in <laughs> from the south-southwest, which means it's blowing right into our microphones me, here not me and, breathing and no and you can hear it it is blowing pretty good i know it was supposed to die down after sunset but uh this is the strongest wind we've had yeah all night long here in the fourth quarter with 733 to play 24 to 12 it's norwell leading but columbia city with a first hit goal at the 10 yard line and they will hand it on the reverse. It is the sweep to the far sideline. Gets the edge, heads for the pylon, and gets knocked out short at about the two-yard line. Boy, and they set that blocking up yeah. so beautifully. And then it was just a sprint to the pylon, and uh, he only made it to the two, but that's still an eight-yard gain on first and goal. So second and goal from the two-yard line. Under center, Piper gives to the fullback. He'll follow the blocking and be just short inside the one. Yeah, now you're at third down again. Wow. Third and goal. It's inside the one under center. Piper, single back, and they'll give it to him. Same play. Follows the right side of the line. He's in for the end zone. Touchdown. Columbia City has made it a one-score game. 24 to 18. With 7.05 left, and they'll add one here, or at least attempt to, because they send the kicking unit on. I don't know what analytics would tell you with a six-point margin. guess you don't want to keep it at six. Knock it down to five, and then a field goal, you're still a score down. Correct. So they'll try to add an extra point. The snap, the set, the boot is up, and it is good. 7.05 still to be played here at Norwell. A lot of football to decide at any eight championship. Norwell 24, Columbia City 19 on the high school football game of the week on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. 
I can't think of any way to improve upon the service that I receive. Gibson's Heating and Plumbing is your independent American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning dealer that is ranked number one out of nearly 300 dealers nationwide in customer satisfaction. Here's what Gibson's customers are saying. The office is always courteous. Gibson's service tech is exceptional in his attitude and performance and is friendly and efficient as he follows up and explains what he's done that day and what needs to be done if there's going to be a follow-up. Kudos to Gibson's for their outstanding service. Your independent American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning dealer. Gibson'sHeating.com. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. We're back to the field. The Fort Wayne High School football game of the week. Columbia City takes advantage of the interception and they go 46 yards and score to make it a 24-19 game. Now you have to ask the question. 7.05 left. What do you do with this kick? (laughs) I thought you got the wind at your back. Yeah, I with my defense, I think I'm going to put the long field on them. Here is the kick, and it is a deep kick. Don't kick it out Side of bounds, Sidewinding to the near corner, near the pylon, and it went out of bounds somewhere around the one-yard line. That's not good. So, the option here, does Norwell want it at the 35, or do they want a re-kick? I think they take it at the 35, and not mess around they come over and ask coach Josh Gerber and it is going to be a first down at the 35 yard line and they will put it on the right hash so Norwell takes the field up by five with 705 still on the clock Columbia City's defense looking for a quick stop give their offense a chance Norwell with Leighton Bailey, a senior quarterback, in the gun. They've got a wing to the left, single back, and it's a handoff to Bodenheimer. The wing coming from the left took the inside handoff and followed his right tackle, but he's wrapped up right at the uh, edge of that line near the line of scrimmage. Only a gain of two out to the 37. I tell you, their their free safety, Martin Smith, the 6'3", 195-pound senior, what a game he's playing. He's he's reading the play and coming up as hard and quick as he possibly can, and he's done it all night, done a good job at it. Second down and eight from their own 37-yard line. The clock is going to continue to run down under six and a half to play. There's the snap. Bailey, a keeper, runs it to the left, hit. In the backfield and tackled for a loss of two. Back at the 35. I think that was Seavers, if if the number's correct, 24 that shot that gap. Yeah, Bailey was trying to follow a blocker toward the left edge, and Seavers shot in from the inside and uh, almost caught up from behind and took him down. They'll give him forward progress near the 36, so it brings up a third down and nine. Yeah, they're going to take their time here, and I got a feeling they're going to maybe take take it down, take a timeout, try to bleed some clock here, because you can feel the momentum has shifted a little bit towards Columbia City. A chance to force the three and out and get the ball back, and there is the timeout. It comes with 5.37 remaining. 24-19, it's Norwell holding on to a five-point lead, facing a third down and nine from their own 36 on high school football on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. 
Hey, high school sports fans, Jim Cruzy at Cruzy Automotive Service is a big sports fan just like you and supports the high school football broadcast you're listening to right now. For service and maintenance on your vehicle, any brand, any model, contact Cruzy Automotive Service on Lima Road behind the Shell Gas Station. And don't forget to ask about the 1990 oil change special. That's Cruzy, K-R-U-S-E, Automotive Service on Lima Road, north of Wallen, south of Till, right behind the Shell Gas Station. This is the Fort Wayne High School Point 9 FM. Quick pitch, and they'll go with a reverse wow. to Dewan Schwander. Columbia and City all it. over it. They'll take him down for a loss. Not a well-executed reverse. The pitch to Graf coming to the right. He tried to give it off to Dewan Schwander, and it was a half pitch, half handoff. And I don't know if Neuenschwander ever really got that ball cleanly. Yeah, yeah. And as he went back toward the backfield, he got wrapped up. The ball may have come free. Norwell gets it, and now it is fourth down and a mile, and they've got to kick it away. Again, a huge, huge stop there by the Columbia City defense. Kicking into the wind, the ball at the 26. Brody Bolin, the punter. And he will rugby oh, no. kick it. And it's a low-bouncing kick. It will go out of bounds just barely across the 50. Columbia City has it at their own 47 with 447 left. Columbia City down by five. The pressure on this Norwell Knights team. They haven't faced this kind of yeah. challenge late in the fourth quarter. And Columbia City feeling very confident about themselves right now. Yeah, they've just kind of kept chipping away at it, and their defense has made some big, huge plays, and their offense is, you know, they've gotten the shorter field to drive here in the second half. From the left hash, their own 47. Under center, Piper gives to the back. No running room. He tried to bounce it wide, and Brody Bullen busted through and took him down for a loss at the 44. Second down, 13 for the Eagles. The clock still at 447 hasn't ticked at all since this drive started. Now it starts running. Mm. With 440 and the clock ticking away. (laughs) Eagles down by five. The game to decide the conference championship. Here's a fake handoff setting up Piper to throw over the middle. Got the tight end at the Norwell 42, and a late flag comes in. Where's that come from? That came from the... That's in the middle of the field, about where he crossed the... Uh, across to, came across to make that catch. I don't know if he was held up or if it was a pick play. We're going to have to see how this one sorted out. There's a flag... An eligible. an eligible man downfield. Wow. And it may have been a formation situation, Shannon. I wonder if they covered up the tight end. And they're going to march it off against Columbia City. Boy, Got some, these are the type of mistakes you mm, just can't make. Yeah, that, there, that, that, that one there especially because you went from getting yourself in a great situation to convert. Now it's double sticks at second and... 18 to go. Would have had third and maybe three to go. Right. Now it's all the way back. Third down, or uh, second down, 18 to go. And here they come on the run to the left. Nice lead block, and he's across the 45 out to about the 49-yard line. So that will uh, pick up some of the distance. In fact, they picked up almost half that distance they needed. 
third down, eight to go at their own 49-yard line in what you would think is four-down territory with under four minutes left. Oh, no question. And Kate Shelton was the player that made the tackle there. What a play he made because had he not made that tackle, they had the, the bodies leading the way. From the left hash, Piper under center. Man in motion for the left wing. Now it's a rollout to the right. They'll throw it on an out and up, and he threw it short. Tried the double move, but he really didn't have time to let Fuller complete the out and up route. And so he sailed it too far out in front of him. Oh, man. And the incomplete pass now will bring up a fourth down, eight to go. I think he's going to punt it. They, they are sending the punting unit out, but I don't know how... You punt the football away with 3.34. They do have their timeouts left. Yeah. But well, I don't know why you throw an out and up on third, you know. Watch the fake here. Yeah, they're in a, they're going to have Norwell nobody Norwell doesn't have anybody yeah, back. They're in a safe, safe call. Here's the snap, and they will kick it. And it's a shank kick. But there's nobody back, so it's going to be effective. It's going to bounce down the sideline and then squirt out of bounds on a left turn at the six. Wow. (laughs) Well, that was an ugly kick, Shannon. Well, they didn't have enough players on the field, number one. Norwell. Or um, Columbia City, because the the kicker wasn't even ready. Then the clock got to zero on the play clock, and they didn't call delay a game. They missed a call. I mean, these officials all night have been calling everything. And they missed the delay a game call. And that's what these guys are over, you know, Norwell was kind of yelling about, you know. Well, it is at the six where Norwell has it. Got to think it's going to take at least a couple of first downs to ice this game away. 24 to 19, Norwell, a five-point lead with the ball at their own six-yard line. 327 left. Bailey gets under center. And it will be a give to the tailback, and boy, the whole box just loaded with white jerseys. No running room at all for Luke Graft. He goes down. No gain. Ball still at the six-yard line. Second down and ten. Clock will tick under three minutes left. And now if you're Brett Fox, I would assume you run one more play and then start. If it's third down and long, you got to use a couple of timeouts. Right. Uh, they got to keep them down here, one, because that puts a lot of pressure on a Norwell special team that hasn't really punted the ball that much this year either. Second down and ten. They're at their own six-yard line, right hash. Leighton Bailey under center, and it's a quarterback sneak, and Bailey will just push out to about the eight. Might have gotten to the nine. So maybe three yards to set up a third down and seven. I think the goal of that play was to give yourself space mm-hmm. with the your own goal line right behind you I'm surprised and to make I, it a more manageable third down. I'm surprised they didn't take a timeout there. No, I thought for sure they'd take the timeout if it was third and long, and they're not, so the clock's going to continue to tick down to 2.15 left. Yeah, I would have taken a timeout there because then, you know, you, get the, you keep the t- time management aspect of it. Third down, seven. Oh, Bailey went the, wrong way. went the wrong way, and now he rolls out to the left. Oh, nice they tackle. trip him up as he gets the edge, and he stumbles forward short of a first down. And they're going to have to punt it. At the 14-yard line, Bailey is down. Boy, if he could have gotten past that man, he had room to run. Yeah. So he just got tripped up at the shoestrings, and it's four down and about three to go. 
Norwell, with a minute 58 left, is going to have to punt, and then Columbia City did take a timeout. Yeah. So we'll take a break. It's 24-19, Norwell leading it, but the Knights about to punt it away to Columbia City. The NEA title on the line on the high school football game of the week on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Indiana Physical Therapy is your trusted choice in northern Indiana. For over 30 years, we've treated all walks of life, from peewees to professionals and Olympians, and everyone in between. Schedule at any of our 21 convenient locations, even without a doctor's order. Indiana Physical Therapy is cost-effective, accepting all insurance plans and networks. We're open from 7 to 7 and can get you in the same day you call. Go to IndianaPT.com. Indiana Physical Now back to the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Only on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Fourth down three from their own 14-yard line. Norwell will have to punt it away. Bolin at the one-yard line to take this snap. The snap is good. The kick away. And look at this boot by Bolin. But it hung up in the wind. And a fair catch at the 48. That ball looked like a moonshot that was going to go at least to the Columbia City 35 or 40. And once it got in the air, it just stopped. <laughs> it hit that wind, and it looked like it just hit a, a wall. So with a minute 52 left, Columbia City starts at the Norwell 48-yard line down by five. Now, I think they've got, what, two, two timeouts left? Maybe? They'd have two left. So in some respects, they can run some of their offense here a little bit. And they will set up with Piper under center. Single back. Double wing. Man in motion for the right wing. And they'll go play action. Look to throw. Deep over the top. And there's a receiver going down. Colbert had man-to-man coverage against Fuller. But the officials wave it off. And that's probably a good call. I didn't see any real contact. Just two guys running down the field. Well, And one of them happened to get tripped up. He's tripled coverage. So... <laughs> You're going to have to find another way because that is not a high percentage way when you got three guys covering one. That's dangerous. Good to see Colbert back out there, though, after he was holding his shoulder earlier. Second down and 10. Clock stopped at a minute 46. Roll out to the right. Again, they'll throw deep down the yeah, sideline, just... and again, it's too far in front of his intended target. Yeah, you got that win, you know. Incomplete. It'll be third down and 10 with a minute 41 on the clock. I thought maybe with the timeouts that they had, they could run some of their offense even here with even the time left and not get into this one-man route because all of a sudden now Norwell just put two guys out there. There's well, nowhere to throw it. The success they've had have been, have been rolling out and then throwing it back over the middle right. for the tight end coming across. Here they will run a little bit of a trickery. A sweep to the left. They got good block. Oh, he's got 45, the sideline. Sideline, 35-30. Cuts back at the 20. The 15, the 10. Now heading left to right. Oh, Trip wow. Inside the 10. Down at the four-yard line. Holy smokes. Seavers. Wow. Seavers got to the near sideline. And then at about the 25, cut it back into the field against the grain. And almost took it to the house. Columbia City is going to have it first and goal inside the five. 
with a 24 to 19 game, a minute 28 left. I think it would. I think that was 27 that made the tackle. The way it really kind of. Rusu would be. Yeah, the, is that 27? Yeah, Aiden Rusu. He and he's fast, so he made a heck of a saving tackle because he just dived at the right time and tripped him up. And now Columbia City, with where they're at, they have a chance now to ultimately take your time to a certain degree. But they've not had much success doing the, you know, that down here in the inside the five tonight. After the check on the injured player. We're just about ready to get it underway. First and goal, Columbia City. They trail by five. Minute 28 to play. Under center, Piper gives to the back. He's hit at the line of scrimmage, but is able to drag forward inside the two. It'll be second and goal. Now do you call timeout yeah. of Norwell? Yeah, you think you would start. Just at to... the two-yard line, down to a minute 10 to play. Because if Columbia City gets in here, you want to have time on the clock. Yeah, they're going to have a, you know, Gorwell, it's hard scoring in here. These guys, like you said, Brett, earlier, they take a lot of pride when their backs are against the wall. The ball is just inside the two-yard line. Second down. And the give. Running back. He's got a hole. He's in. Touchdown. And Columbia City, with 49.6 seconds left, takes the lead. 25-24. Two-yard touchdown run, a 48-yard drive. The big play, the 44-yard run by Seavers on a sweep to the left sideline where he cut it back toward the middle of the field and set up the first and goal from the four. Now they'll go for two. They'll give yeah, it to the running back, following the right side of the line, and there's a good push, but he didn't get in. He got down inside the one and then dropped to the knee. And so the score remains 25-24. Here's the situation. Norwell has a really good kicker, but a howling wind is coming in from the southwest corner of the stadium, which means De Leon would have the wind against him. And it is howling right now and almost coming more out of the west than the southwest, which means he would have it against him. I don't know how far you can kick it into this wind no, after we either. saw that Brody Bowen punt. Plus, he's a left-footed kicker, so his initial tendencies is, is going to kick it right into it, you know. And the way that wind's coming out of the southwest, that even makes it harder. you got to think they're going to have to at least get the ball to the 20-yard line. Well, to give themselves a chance. Nor but Norwell didn't take the timeouts. They cost themselves almost 30 seconds on the clock here. Correct. Correct. 49.6 seconds left. It's Columbia City 25, Norwell 24. Now this would be a key kickoff if he could get this ball into the end zone. You know, give him a self, not a return. Colbert back there returning for him. They'll set it up at the 40 on the left hash to kick it off. Ready to go. Here's the kick. And it's a deep kick, but it's going to be returnable. Colbert a, right yeah. at the goal line. And it's ruled in the end yeah, zone. Yeah, he went in the end zone. And so it's coming out to the 20. 
That's what they needed. Colbert upset because yeah. he wanted to keep his feet in the field of play and return that one. And instead, it's first and 10, and Norwell's got 80 yards to go. They only need a field goal. But you wonder, I mean, you almost feel like they have to get at least to the 15, maybe even yeah. the 10, to have a shot to kick it into this win. Yeah, and I said the 20. So, that again, that's probably a stretch. But now you're putting a team that's never done this type of offense doing something that's uncomfortable. They're, they're actually going empty backfield. Shotgun snap. Leighton Bailey drops. He's going to air it out far side. He's got a man midfield, and it's oh. knocked away and almost intercepted. Wow. They slipped Luke Graft on that little almost a, a, a banana route where yeah. you curl to the outside and take off down the sideline. And Graft had a seam near midfield. But the defender got got just enough of a hit on it to tip it away from Graft yeah. and that it was almost picked off by the safety coming over. Yeah, they should have picked it. Second down, 10, 42.4 seconds. Bailey drops. He's looking over the middle of the field all day. Now lobs it near sideline and incomplete. Ball kind of floated out of bounds yeah, it's on really uh, Neuenschwander, the intended target out at the 27-yard line. Yeah, you throw from uh, one hash mark to the far sideline, and it's really hard to throw. Yeah, that ball is just getting blown all over the place. Yeah, they really, and all, all honestly, if they could throw the ball underneath, like on a drag route, crossing route, they'd be better from that standpoint. But throwing these balls down the field right now is just tough with that wind. 36.6 seconds. It's 25-24, Norwell, or Columbia City with the lead. Norwell the ball, and there's flags and whistles. We might have had a false start against the Knights. Yeah, I think Graf jumped up there at the top, and they had a screenplay called, which was a pretty good call there. And it is a false start against Norwell. It's going to take it from a third and 10 to a third and 15, and the ball will be spotted back at their own 15-yard wow. line, which is 33.9 seconds. Now, they actually should probably put this back at 36. Yeah. What was it? 36-something. Yeah. They haven't changed the clock yet. No, they missed that. Shotgun. Bailey dropping. Here comes pressure. Bailey throws over the middle. And oh. it's knocked away from Bodenheimer incomplete. Well, they came back with the same play. And defensive lineman read it. Fourth down, 15 coming for Norwell. They took a timeout. Undefeated season on the line. NEA championship on the line. With 29 seconds left, Columbia City starting to feel it. A good crowd has come out here to Norwell tonight to witness this. Really, you've got to hand it to both these fan bases because the Columbia City side overflowing. Norwell side full on senior night tonight. And what a heartbreaker this would be for Norwell. But, you know, you know Shannon, you, you have one of your goals slip away. But maybe in some ways, yeah. a slap in the face, not a bad thing for a Norwell squad. No. and They've it, now seen what it's like to have some adversity. Yeah, and we talked about this week. Now, I think they've responded pretty well to the adversity that they had. Now, the uncharacteristic thing tonight with them is the amount of penalties that they've had. And that's an uncharacteristic thing for, for a Norwell team because they're well-disciplined. But tonight, that got away from a little bit here. But this is the ball game right here, essentially. 
Columbia City 25, Norwell 24, 29 seconds left. It is fourth down and 15 for Norwell at their own 15-yard line. Bailey will work from the gun, empty backfield. He drops back, three-man rush, rolls to the right, still being chased, now throws over the middle. It's caught at the 25. He's got to get to the 30, and he can't do it. And there's a That's flag. That's and Schwander. He was looking for a pitch, man. Nobody there. And and Schwander goes down at the 25, but there's a flag. And the flag in the second in the uh, backfield. Yeah, it's on it's on uh, New Norwell, and that's the ball game. It's a hold against Norwell. They'll decline it, and Columbia City's going to hold on with 20 seconds remaining. They take over on downs, and the Columbia City Eagles are going to be the NEA champions. Wow! They're going to win their seventh straight game. Improved to eight and one on the year while dropping the Norwell Knights to eight and one. You know we saw Bishop Lewers last year's undefeated season come to an end on the last night of the game of the week, and we're going to see it again here with Norwell. Columbia City lines up victory formation. And Piper goes to the knee, and that's going to do it. What a ball game. No need to call a timeout. This one's going to wind down. And Columbia City has come into Norwell and shocked the number three ranked team in Class 3A, the previously unbeaten Norwell Knights. Columbia City is your NEA champion with a 25-24 win over the Norwell Knights. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. Shannon with the wrap-up on this one from the stadium. The post-game show with the Waynedale Pizza Hut still coming up. This is high school football on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. I can't think. Podcasts by Federated Media.